Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Let's get it together, ladies. Left shoulder, right up like. Ready on your dog, Target. <laughs> All right, anyway, how you doing? Welcome. It's uh, it's only me. It's only the Kiver. On the Kiver Show podcast number 499, boys. Uh, one more. One more. And then it's over forever. No, it's <laughs> uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, Letter Rip Friday. Anything goes. Uh, the 18th of November. Oh, are we doing, of course, we don't know. Because we have to put the thing, the podcast together after we get done with it. Are we doing Herpin and Hoen on Fridays now with that thing from the radio? Or what's the deal on that? Do we have a thought uh, about that? I won't do it today, but I'll pull it and put, do it for next week for sure. Because okay. the one thing I do on Fridays is the Cure Friday I'm in love. Yeah, I like that. That was so, my standard. So, so yeah. 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 Okay. That's good. Because um, some people are asking, you know. If and I then I still was... have the other Herpin and Hoen I can put on there. So it'll. I mean. Well, it'll... but there's only one. I think. I, I assume the last one was probably better than the one. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> it's. It's. I don't know. I'm out of my mind. With Pete Davis, sidekick producer and sports raconteur extraordinaire, with his uh, Bears gen. Now is that from uh, the Bruins? Uh, who, yes, who is it is. They were wearing this the other night, and they came out with the wrong color jersey. They go back oh, in and change. Oh no. But uh, yeah. Yeah. With Pete Davis, sidekick. Kick producer and sports rack on tour extraordinaire wins a holy crap at sports. I'm guessing later because we early. I got start. up early this morning to you do it, it, and the damn printer wouldn't work. Oh, but well, now you know I why I used my phone. I, I used my phone. Yeah. I, I told the printer, I said, I've just proven I can do it without you. Yeah. So if you yeah. can't. Suck it up, Buster, <laughs> or you're out of here. Yeah. yeah. See, that's what I do. Use my phone. Anyway, uh, so that. What? Is the kitty gets a heaven. I love watching that kitty. We owe an apology to. I owe an apology. For what? Uh, to farmhouseprintingco.com. Well, what did you do? Because we did it. I was sponsor, a good friend. I, I know. Eric, I, I, I just ordered a bunch of Christmas. Anyway. I forgot Wednesday okay. to mention, if you place your order for company holiday gifts oh, and personal gifts or discount. whatever, yeah. between now and Thanksgiving, yeah. which is next Thursday. Right. Next Thursday. Yeah, I can't believe it. It's sorry. like 37, Less than a week. Yeah. 37 days to Christmas. Yeah, I, no, I'm sorry. I, I, that's not possible. But if you mention this, the Kimmer Show, you get 10% off your custom order, hats, tumblers, shirts, whatever. No minimums, no limits. Yeah, excellent. So. All right. Well, sorry, Eric and gang. And um, uh, we'll do better. We'll do better. Everything's fine. Uh, with Flounder, the mechanical mangler at the controls and kitty cat. <laughs> I love him up in the window <laughs> goofing around with all this stuff. Anyway. Um, uh, but, in the golf club. <laughs> <laughs> you just have a little batting around your seven iron or whatever. Uh, anyway, it's uh, Friday, Friday, the 18th of November, and we got a billion things to talk about. Uh, uh, obviously, serious stuff, uh, Pelosi and the Republicans and the Hunter investigation and the congressman and the Saudi killers. Uh, San Francisco is paying trannies. I say we all sign up for it, even though we live out of state, because I think you can still get money if you pretend to be a tranny. Swear to God, I'm not making that up. It's like 1200 a month, free. 
from San Francisco to give to trannies with something like 97 different genders. I, mean, I, I Honestly, I can't even believe this. I'm not talking about it. The Taylor, Taylor, uh, Taylor Swift debacle. Some of the tickets for her concert that got shut down by, uh, by Ticketmaster because it's now a, a, a monopoly and it got over, overloaded. $42,000 for one ticket for Taylor Swift. If they're stupid enough that's, to pay that, yeah, that's, that's their problem. Morons. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, also the flirty judge. And I'm, I'm reading a story about the flirty judge who's in trouble, and I'm thinking, man, I've done that. <laughs> I've done every one of those things. Not not within the last 30 or 40 years, but when I was in my 20s, <coughs> when I was single, when I first got divorced, oh, Man, I, I was I was fishing. I was throwing the lures out there. To, you know, you, you never catch a fish unless you throw the line out. You know, you gotta you, you gotta ask. You gotta ask them. You gotta you gotta make it known. Here I'm here, and you're yeah. there. So you know, as Jack used to say, <laughs> you, you ask ten, one's gonna say. I ask twenty. I say if you ask twenty women, probably one's gonna oh all right or or what the hell you know yeah. you look, whatever anyway. Uh, so we got all that stuff, of course. Also, uh, the Idaho college kids killed. I don't I don't get anything Idaho. about that case. Yeah, exactly. And there were two other girls still asleep. Sleep while it happened. That's like the uh, the Chicago <sighs> dude. What was his name? Richard uh, Speck. Speck. Yeah, yeah, the nurses. Yeah. Um, and we would get would really. I mean, <laughs> the other two other girls who were not touched were sleeping either passed out or something i don't we don't know uh, and one of the girls according to her father who talked to the coroner fought back and struggled uh, so clearly there was noise and action four people stabbed to death i mean how could you not wake up two people also sleeping in the i, what I, don't, if I don't get it they had to be d- drunk i, I or don't something. get I, they obviously had been over served or drugs or something not that you know i mean they're college kids so it's not Hard yeah. to explain, but anyway, it's very, very creepy and horrible. Um, God, I got a million. I, I, oh, I, I'm going to update on my uh, I'm Flounder's suggestion for the Nordstrom sort of outlet thing. Uh, we'll also talk about me uh, pledging to do something which I had no intention of doing after all at all, uh, and all those other kind of things. A quick thing, I'm uh, just uh, breaking in on my phone news as I was driving over here, is some of the reaction from the world's feminists and some athletes who are very upset now about the change in direction for women's sports now that this LSU gymnast named Olivia Dunn is making $2 million for her likeness on social media as a gymnast. And she's going to be, I mean, she's even... What's the problem? I I don't have a problem. There's NIL. Well, here's the problem. Uh, I just just read the story about a couple of famous women uh, coaches and so forth. They're saying, this is exactly the wrong thing to do for women's sports. It's, you know, it's it's glitz and glamour and sex. They're showing, they're doing sexy things on the bars now so they can get more money. I mean, it's just, here we go here we go on the other hand wait a minute I'm, ladies I, they've always been doing sexy yeah, things in the bars right, yeah. you see a girl on the bean oh, come on you're killing me uh, uh, uh anyway <laughs> I'm, by the way my daughters are sending me all these pictures of the that i send them with a cat of lucas the podcast <laughs> funny going that's what Focus the ding ding is um but again you know at least they're now admitting that she's a girl in other words, you have to, if you're saying you're upset about the sexism of this beautiful female, then you have to say she's a female and she can't just, you know, she's not really, you can't do this against guys. Anyway, uh, and again, I brought an extra piece of candy for you today. Thanks. What's the matter? You all right? I said thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, I got hey, these things in hey. my ears. Uh, one more thing <laughs> that, I no- that I noticed coming in here today, which was, which was very bizarre, uh, popped up on my phone. Chevrolet... And I think there's a, 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 a celebrity in, connected with this. Chevrolet is now coming out with 
1947 Chevy pickup truck. Now, if you know, if you're a car guy, you yeah. could you could Google it, but but it's the old fashioned with a you know with the rounded fenders and the, the funny square bed style. with a rolled over side. It's beautiful style. Back in the 40s and 50s, every year was different. They had a different yeah. kind of style for Machine trucks, age, everything. Art yeah. Deco. Yeah, God, it's yeah. Cool. The 47 Chevy pickup truck is now brand new, and it's all electric. Oh. Now, which is, you know, to oh, me, okay. yeah. Now, but on the other hand, if you take, I, I Google it, it popped up on my phone with a picture and everything, and it showed the whole deal, and it's going to have like 300 horsepower, and uh, the price tag is $160,000 for a 1947 brand new Chevy electric pickup. But they look, it's a beautiful truck. If you want, if you like, if you're a pickup truck, see, if I were going to be a pickup truck guy, that that's what I'd get. I'd get a remodeled, yeah. a redone, you know, '52 Chevy or Ford or something back in those old days. That's what I would be driving. That's what I'd, I'm, I like the ones from the '70s, the old Fords and Chevys. My uh, uncle and grandfather used to drive. Those things are so cool. That it's basically a rectangle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was yeah, a cool. I, I, yeah, they rectangle. I, they, uh, to me, I'm, well, I'm older, so you know, when I was a kid, you, you, if you if you if you're a car guy, you probably start as a kid when you get your first bike, and then all of a sudden. And you see these hot rods and so to me my days of being a kid wanting a car in the 50s and you know younger guys obviously have a different thing but anyway uh i thought that was kind of cool 160 grand but it's a beautiful 47 electric chevy pickup truck very bizarre um flounder mentioned uh, uh, before we came out on the air just a minute ago whether i had any success at nordstrom's the other day i'm not sure that we were even on the air discussing this but i've been complaining and i've got to do something about this i i need a pants that fit i still don't have any jeans that fit i mean my, my jeans I, I, I'm why is that this up. well because I've, I've lost so much weight and i haven't gained it back you have no acetal i have no i have the disease no acetal <laughs> uh there ought to be something for that you know <laughs> Uh, uh, and so I, mean, is. I literally, if I take off, uh, if I take off uh, food, I get a no. hot fudge. Injections. Oh, I don't want to get, oh, my, my butt could Kardashian. Yeah, that's what I want to do. But if I take off my belt, my pants will go right to the floor. I mean, literally, there are, most of my jeans go right. If I take off my belt, they go right to the floor. Hey, look, In fact, my belt, I will show. I could show there are times I've that. Had, <laughs> well, that's certainly handy. I, on Asian cheerleader night coming up this weekend. In fact, Asian cheerleader night, I have to, you know, take care of uh, whatever. Uh, but I can show you, I have three three uh, holes okay. in my belt that I had to punch to make it tighter. I don't see any holes I, around your waist. I don't even have any uh, belts that fit, and let alone jeans. And I wear jeans every day. Suspenders. Suspenders. Uh, so anyway, so, I, so I, I've got to get, I've, and I don't want to spend any money. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm complaining about us being broke, and we are, and, and so and I want to make this work. So I'm not going to just go, you know, lollygagging around buying stuff. And I, and I, went, I bought a pair of jeans a few weeks ago, and, and they really, you know, I thought they were sit at the waist, and they don't. And they, they kind of slide down, and they're very uncomfortable, and you can't really wear them. Uh, but they were luckily on sale. I didn't spend a lot of money for them. But anyway, so the other day I mentioned I've got to get some freak. It's five guys. I can't wear pants that fit. I, can't, I'm, I'm just kill, I, hate my, I hate getting dressed in the morning. I hate it because the pants don't fit and you're sliding down. I got to cinch them. I mean, it's just, it's brutal. And so, uh, so I wanted to, I got to bite the bullet and go buy some freaking jeans. <laughs> so the flounder says, well, Nordstrom, you know, right there, North Point Mall, not far from you, has got this kind of an outlet store right near the Target, Target. So I popped in there yesterday <coughs> and I went right to the men's jeans. They have a, a section over there and they had uh, racks and racks of, of my basic waist size and I was looking for 34s and I, I found five different brands of jeans I'd never heard of. 
I mean, they, they had some that I have heard, the obvious ones you have heard of, uh, which you know, I can't even off the top of my head, but they had some other brands of jeans, which I had never heard of. And I thought, God, this may be perfect. So I took, I took, I think it was five, two at a time, five pairs of jeans total into the dressing room. And they have a lady there checking you and giving you numbers and stuff, which is good. Anyway, so I go in there. Every single pair of those jeans fit in the waist, but rode on my hips. The low, the, the low ride jeans. They, nobody wakes, makes jeans that fit your freaking waist. I can't wear those things. I, I, I can't. How long are we gonna spend on this? Well, I, I, but I'm saying, <laughs> I, I, you know, I mean, I'm just, I feel, I, I'm so upset about it. <laughs> I mean, talk about, they talk about ladies shopping. I hate shopping. I, I hate going to try to find a pair really? of freaking yeah. jeans. I'm gonna go to some farmers market or, or to uh, what's what's the one that sells uh, farm supplies? Flea market. No, no, no. Farm farming company supply tractor supply. Yeah, I think they have jeans. I'm gonna go get some freaking Wrangler Why old not? man farmer jeans for God's Why sake. Why not? Um, also, I pledged. Uh, I, I told you I was kind of having some stress miss issues and my place is a wreck and I said I'm going to clean that man I'm going to oh, I didn't yeah. do squat I didn't do, you didn't do squat. I never was I never will it ain't going to happen <laughs> my, my, my apartment keeps sending, sending these things but hey 50% off of cleaning and this cleaning and blah 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 I'm thinking have you guys been in my apartment yeah you want to come in <laughs> no I'm thinking are they, is this a hint <laughs> has somebody been snooping when I'm not I actually here? keep my cons- well, you know, relatively clean for a guy. Oh, you're, you, know, you have a very clean apartment compared to mine. Mine is cluttered. I have stuff You everywhere. can eat off his floor. Yeah, you could have surgery on in the living room here. Uh, but, I, I mean, I, my place is cluttered because I have, you know, if I'm at my, da- my living room table, or my dining room table is my desk. One of my desks. I have two desks. Uh, and so I have stuff all, I, I have envelopes and bills and, th- you know, and stacks of <laughs> notebooks, and this whole thing is covered with paper. My kitchen, my kitchen counter's mine. I yeah, do, right, I do, yeah. I, I've got, so I clean, it was a pile of stuff. So I'm cleaning out, and I'm finding these coupons from May. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. I got one for years. Anyway, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to tell you, I'm not doing squat. Anyway, uh, so there you are. All right, so um, anything uh, unusual happened in the last couple of days? Anything new? Yeah, somebody said, I, I was up last night, I went to bed about 2 o'clock, and I was doing a crossword puzzle to fall asleep. <clears throat> And I swear I heard something, but we hear trucks go by all the time, and yeah. it, re- it shakes the building a little bit if it's a big, you know, construction yeah. truck. Yeah. And then I'm looking on Facebook, and some guy out in uh, Douglasville said, "Did you guys feel that?" He was thinks it an earthquake. He thinks there was a quake last night about the time I, w- I was feeling something. I'll be damned. I didn't. I don't know if there was. I didn't hear anything about it. It w- would have been on our new phone, wouldn't it? Wasn't well, the thing the thing was, see, we woke up this morning and Twitter was gone. Twitter closed down. Oh, I didn't know. That. Oh, that well, he shut the building yeah, down. Yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, Twitter's gone forever. Oh, well, I'm not. Well, sure at least about that's that. what we were told last <laughs> night. Both well, that's the, the Democrats, the guys that he, the the liberals well, that well, he no, has locked don't out. Don't get it. Don't get too ahead of me, guys. Yeah, I have a whole thing on Twitter and what they said. Did you see the building signs? Well, as I'm he just left? saying it, it's gone. It's, it doesn't exist anymore. It's, Twitter's gone. According, according to, to uh, the experts, yeah, last night. Yeah, the pros. Yeah. Who, by I, the way, I mean, every one of you, I am so I'm blocked. Yeah, I am so sick. Uh, of this woke and, and fi- you know I'm hoping I'm hoping we're, we're, the start let is let him in. go yeah uh, absolutely we absolutely. can ignore him. oh you crazies go to your own Twitter that's Bye-bye. fine with us start your please God and, and if I Elon were, shuts this down yeah I don't care I either I don't care either and he would be one great tax write off and he's still a billionaire if he loses 44 billion it won't mean squat it's less work I mean, for us too it won't mean squat 
I mean, how'd you, how'd you like to lose $44 billion? Yeah, who cares? Did, did, you, did you see his tweet yesterday? Uh, well, How I, do you start off with a small fortune? Uh, no. Start with a large start fortune a large and fortune. buy Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, coming up, we'll talk about some of the, the, the messages left to him. It was pretty funny. It's pretty funny stuff. But um, anyway, no, as I kind of interrupted you, so holy crap is sports later today, I'm guessing? No, is I it? did it. Oh, you I did, did it, do it. Uh, off my phone. So take that, printer. Anything to... Uh, 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 particularly mentioned uh, by the would want to. Uh, There's more story. details about the Virginia bus incident, which are just amazing. Uh, yeah, the, apparently the, he went back on, and the guy's meeting him. Of course, when you get on a bus, you're down, yeah. and the guy's up, and he points a gun at him, and he turns to run, and he felt something hot in his back, oh, and Jesus. he ran, and he lifted his shirt up, and there's a bullet sticking out of his stomach. And he's thinking, I'm going to run to the garage and be safe. And then he thought, no, if I run in the parking garage, no one will find me. Yeah. So he, he, he right fell there. down, and a medical student was on the bus and fixed him. Oh, my God. Well, didn't fix him. But, it, but the, what, what a side. Did they have any motive? I mean, he was angry at the other players, but that's no reason to kill people I, point blank I on a know, bus. I don't know if this was a bullying thing, or maybe he thought he was being bullied. Or he's he just, a football player. Well, they were was, teammates. Walk on. And, so, and the Brittany Griner thing, the penal colony she's been sent to is, is like something labor? out of the. Yeah. No, they sew. For 12 to 16 hours a day, they sew, and they've lost fingers at this place. Oh they have a God. rat problem so big, they brought in cats to stop it. And then the cats got so populous, they started chucking the cats in the furnace. Jeez. This is, this is what the Russians do. Yeah, don't go to Russian people and bring drugs if you do. Wow. Nine years in this place. And, and uh, uh, my point is, if this was Trump... That wasn't getting her out? Yeah. He, he's homophobic. Right, he yeah. hates gays. He's ignoring yeah. her. And he got those guys yeah. out of China in one week. Okay, right. so Biden, what has he done? He puts out a memo every three months. We're working really hard behind it's the because scenes. Because we're a laughing stock to Russia, China, North Korea, everybody else. We're a laughing stock. They're, I mean, they literally are laughing at us. I just hope all her fans and all her family... Or thinking, why did we vote for this son of a bitch? They don't care. They're going to do it anyway. How could they elect Fetterman in Pennsylvania? I mean, it doesn't matter. They'll do anything to justify the end result. MSNBC's talking about him as I, a president. Yeah, I know. I saw. I saw that girl, you know, Katie Turr, or whoever. One what of those is girls. wrong with them? They're, they're out of their minds. I mean, literally, they, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, one quick sports thing I thought was pretty cool is that uh, uh, Captain Stryker, our uh, pitch out, uh, pitching... Uh, Stryker. Strider. <laughs> Stryker. <laughs> <laughs> and now let's use the door here. And he goes through the two doors or whatever. These, what is fun of funny? don't have a chance in hell. <laughs> I can still hear you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, poor man. <laughs> what, what a great movie. You know? great I movie. mean, just a silly takes off his sunglasses. He's got more sunglasses. I mean, you know, walks through two doors and you think it's a mirror and he's walking. I mean, it's just the dog eats him. <laughs> when he beats up the hardy Christian people at the airport. <laughs> runs over the bike runner on the way to the airport. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> the guy gets up shaking his fist at him. Um, uh, Strider, the uh, rookie pitcher. Yes, sir. Um, who came in second in rookie of the year bounding to our number one, uh, Michael uh, was it? Uh, Harris. Uh, Harris, uh, which was, you know, one, two. That's, that's pretty great. Well, Strider's changing his number on his uniform to number 99. Why? Uh, he just wants to be number 99. What and was he? I they're forget. saying it's a big thing because it's the first Braves player who's ever done it or something. And 99's a great number. Remember uh, Manny, uh, he's only Manny Martina or Manny uh, whatever it's from the Boston Red Sox. Who? Uh, Manny, uh, Manny. Ramirez? Ramirez. Manny Ramirez. Doesn't Aaron Judge have 99? Aaron Judge, is, I believe, is 99. So it's out there, but they, we were making a big deal about it. And I would, too. I mean, he had a number like 63 or something. What the hell is that? He's not big enough to have 57. 99. 
Well, it'll look huge on him. Uh, but, but it's still, I mean, it's a great number. I think I'm glad he did it. I'm glad he did it. Because, yeah, okay. uh, you know, I don't, and again, I remember mentioning to you a few weeks ago, I said, I, I see more big leaguers. I, I did when the season on, you know, pitchers wear number 62 and 74. Oh, and, and where the hell did that come? Who, whoever wanted those numbers? We used to think Glavin was ridiculous at 47. Yeah, I know. Again, yeah, I mean, I, uh, no, and I don't know any kid who ever had anything other than popular numbers growing up in Little League and Babe Ruth and uh, high school and everything else. Isn't it funny now? I can't remember what Smoltz wore or Maddox wore, but 29. I remember. I, was it? Smoltz, Smoltz was 29. Right, 29. Maddox, Maddox, I can't remember. Oh, my God. Oh, that's no. eight or something, maybe? No, no, no. Oh. But you know why I remember Glavin? I can't remember. Because Jack used to sign his name at number 47. 47. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if you have an autograph of Tom Glavin on a baseball, no, you if don't. If you live in Atlanta, <laughs> if you live in Atlanta, there's a good chance that's not Tom <laughs> I've got one. <laughs> I guarantee it's Jack. Oh, I Kennedy. gave you the real one. <laughs> you gave me a real one? <laughs> I gave you a real one. <laughs> you liar. <laughs> you did it yourself. <laughs> oh, I couldn't do it. <laughs> By the thousands. Uh, anyway, I thought that was pretty cool and and one i think i wrote something one more thing i wanted to mention i can't remember what it was uh oh here we go oh i thought this was a, a little creepy but good and and i support it wimbledon now for the ladies tennis championships wimbledon now is relaxing its requirement for all white clothing for the women players they can wear colored underpants so they're more comfortable when they have their periods well which is fine by me. I don't have I a don't problem care. with that. And again, I mean, it's kind of a, it's an awkward thing to even mention. Just keep it mostly is, white because it's tradition. Saying, well, I, on the other yeah. hand, I think the, can't the men wear the men wear colored now in Wimbledon? Don't, don't they? Well, I don't think so. I, I think, think it's white. Colored, I don't think really? it's white. Yeah. And I know it's always been. The, I thought I thought they changed. They can have again, little stuff, think, maybe. Yeah, maybe on a shoulder stripe or something. But anyway, um, okay. Now another. Um, um, ba bum bum, uh, kind of oh, a story in the news of uh, of a true story, of a true hero survivor who uh, played a funny version of it on TV for years and years. His name was Robert Clary. Yeah. He just passed away at the age of 96 in Beverly Hills. Natural causes, obviously. Robert Clary was one of the stars of the 1960s sitcom TV show Hogan's Heroes. Cleary actually was a survivor of the Nazi concentration camps in World War II. Auschwitz. He never let those horrors defeat him, said his niece, of his experiences as a youth. He never let them take the joy out of his life. He tried to spread that joy to others throughout his singing and his dancing and painting. He was, uh, he had more fun. He, he was a Broadway actor. He, that, that, his greatest joys were doing musicals in the theater. He wasn't really a TV guy, but that's what happened. Um, <laughs> he, he used to have, uh, had a special message. Again, he survived Auschwitz. Uh, he used to share with his kids, don't ever hate. Don't let hate overcome the beauty in this world. He was Corporal Louis LeBeau on Hogan's Heroes, 1965-71. And Cleary was the last surviving original star of the sitcom mm. that included Bob Crane, Richard Dawson, who went on to become, you know, the kiss the girls on the uh, match, uh, on the uh, bring your wives and I'll kiss her for you Family on TV. Feud. Family feud. Uh, Larry Hovis. I remember Larry Hovis' yeah. face and Ivan Dixon, the black guy, were the main prisoners. Werner Klemper and John Banner played their uh, captors. No and those both were European Jews who fled the Nazi persecution before the war. Uh, Robert Clary started his career as a nightclub singer. It was in musicals, including Irma Le Douce and Cabaret. 
he never talked about his experiences until a documentary 40 years later, and it was called Robert Cleary A5714, the number on his forearm from the concentration Can you imagine camp. you survive Auschwitz? You survive the Nazis. You come to America to be a star, to be an actor. Yeah. You get your big break in Hollywood, and they say, we want you to be in a German POW camp. <laughs> Play a concentration camp prison. He had to be thinking, really? what the hell? <laughs> and especially, I mean, check this out. He said, uh, he said they write books and articles and magazines denying the Holocaust, making a mockery of millions, six million Jews, a million and a half children dying in the gas chambers 12 of his immediate family members including his parents and 10 brothers and sisters were all killed and he survived was he jewish i guess so well or it doesn't you know it doesn't say why was he at Auschwitz? either jewish or I gypsy or gay but I, I assume maybe a gypsy uh, maybe, maybe, maybe I, I don't Jewish. know. It could be Jewish. Jewish. It doesn't. I, I don't know why it doesn't say. He said, "I beg the next generation not to do what people have done for centuries: hate others because of their skin, shape, or their eyes or religious preferences." He remained in good health with his family. Was busy painting. Uh, married uh, Eddie Cantor's daughter. Uh, wow! Ago. And uh, just died at 96 from Hogan's Heroes. Robert Cleary, who actually was a survivor of the Nazi. I would. I, I, I said it on my my podcast. If that was today, the actor would be in therapy. Oh, We'd be God. hearing it on TMZ about how it's uh, he'd be suing the production company for casting him and yeah. something like that. And Robert Clare, just give me the job. Yeah, just go back to your life. I mean, you know, I mean. We were tougher men back then. Well. When six feet of we snow were, hit, we played football. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember. I, I told you about the guy I met at the. Uh, <laughs> I well, we played, man. I played. We didn't move it to Detroit. <laughs> oh, it's cold out here. I, played, I grew up in the Northeast. I played. It was a capital of the football team. I played in the snow. We played it, it, snow and a, ice every year. It's all about safety, Kimmer. No, please. There's five feet of snow on the ground, and yeah. we're worried about people trying to get there. Well, you're going to slide and slip. But they're encouraging Buffalo fans. If you want to get out of the snow, drive 355 miles in it to in Detroit. Yeah, in six feet of snow. Buffalo's getting pounded. Who I mean, you're cares? getting sick. Yeah. Play the game. Right. They're going to plow the field. Well, well the people can't go. Well, it's a TV game now anyway. The Tom Brady rule. Just uh, get the uh, mower out there and clean out the place. Well, that, the was guy before, that, that was before Tom Brady, but still. <laughs> well, but what, what is that? Who, who's the rule? Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, but who? Uh, that was Ron Myers who did that. Yeah, he was the yeah, coach there at the, the time. Snowplow. Come on. Pop, pop, well, pop, then kick the field goal. The kicker. <laughs> He said, hey, wait a minute. He got a tractor on the field. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty funny. I got, you got to admit, that's pretty freaking funny. Um, a couple of TV things, if I might. Uh, and again, we have newsy stuff. Is this okay? We're just sure. having fun Friday, right? It's Friday. Um, and Flounder, how are you? Are you okay? Did you get your lunch or whatever? Yeah, I just had to. No, I had, uh, I had to switch Lucas's info over to my name at the vet, and I had to schedule him getting neutered. Oh God! So he's getting neutered that? on Friday the second. Have you told him? December, December second. Oh. Now is he going to get a cone and everything? Or yeah, he'll have a cone for three days. Oh. But the thing is, is cone of shame. Yeah, a friend of mine is going to help me do it because of my schedule. I have to get up at three, and they pretty much need attention just to make oh, sure. Jeez. So someone's going to help me do it, but I'd rather get it done now than later when he starts yeah. spraying and doing all that stuff. Now, what about his claws? Are you going to keep him clawed or declawed or do you know? I, they didn't, I, I guess I'll ask them when I get there. The only thing they recommended me doing was getting the chip. Oh, I would definitely get so the that's, chip. Yeah, so that's, yeah. The cat, yeah. if he gets out, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you got lucky that one. I got time. lucky as, yeah. Where do they put still, a chip in a cat? Well, I think you put it in their neck Probably or something. Their neck or something. Oh, like that. man. I used to give my dog, my lab, uh, my black lab, uh, Bacchus, had uh, terrible skin diseases, and I used to give him a shot 
every couple of days in his neck, folds of his neck. Real quick, Jennifer says hi on Facebook. I love uh, you, sweetie. Uh, hope you enjoy the kitty video. <laughs> she get the kitty videos of Lucas the podcat in the in my coat. <laughs> um, uh, well, hope you're doing well, and uh, uh, say hi to the family. And, and uh, I love Jennifer you calling, brought to you by Atlanta Custom Closets. There you are. I bet she would like a closet. She would love a custom closet. So we're gonna get her down here. We'll get a closet in here. Does <laughs> she take it back can, with her? Do they can do do they road trips to? I Denver? don't know. We'll ask her. Atlanta Custom Closets, <laughs> closetpro.net, 404-255-0589. That's 404-255-0589. BR-517 if you're on Long Island. Atlanta Custom Closets, <laughs> closetpro.net. There you are. Anyway, one of our fine sponsors. Yes, and again, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can go for general stuff, thekimmershow.net, and that links you to our radio station and the podcast and all that kind of stuff. Uh, if you want to talk to Pete about being a sponsor, perhaps, or something, uh, thing, Pete Davis one <laughs> at yahoo.com. Uh, don't forget uh, uh, Patreon.com. We'd love people going to Patreon. I've been down, uh, the post office box has been empty for <coughs> some time now. We're not getting a lot of it. <laughs> but, but again, uh, post office box 1432, 1432, 1432, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30009. Okay, and again, um, and I check it uh, every other day and, or so. And Venmo and PayPal. And, and Venmo, yeah, which we had, though. And PayPal.com slash Kimmer Show and do the family friends thing. And again, thank you, thank you. We're trying to keep this without having to do a... a and all that stuff is right at thekimmershow.net. Yep, again, we, I, pre- I don't mean... I, I keep. I feel guilty about... And again, we're going into... It's a holiday season. Christmas shopping and stuff. It's People are tough. T- it's money t- it's money's tough. And, and we know, and... and <laughs> we're good examples of it. But anyway, what so thank whatever. You thank you, thank we're, you. We're uh, cautionary tales. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Uh, they also, to get my car, they're going to have to find me. So that's the other thing. Uh, a couple of quick TV things. Um, I couldn't believe this. San, you know, do you know Sandra Smith on Fox? She's the blonde with kind of a funny face. She's pretty, but she's got like a, there's something wrong with her eyes or oh, something. come on. No, no, I like her. She's, she's nice, but she, there's something unusual about her. Uh, she does one of the early day or midday things on Fox or in the afternoon, whatever. Uh, I'm watching yesterday, Catch and Check and stuff, and she's interviewing a, a, a sheriff from Arizona. And she says, with us now is Sheriff uh, John Furman from Cochise, Arizona, the, uh, for the Cochise, Cochise County, Arizona. Cochise. Oh. 
Cochise, maybe? Could you ever Cochise. hear the Indian name Cochise? Maybe not. Famous, you know, I think Indians. Victor Mature played him Cochise? in the movie. Cochise? Cochise. Did I he mean, correct her? Well, here's, I, I was, I, I thought to myself, oh my God. You know, first of all, someone's going to have to tell her in the earpiece, uh, not Cochise, but whatever. Uh, so the guys start talking, and within about 20 seconds, this, this man was such a gentleman. Sheriff in Cochise County, uh, he's t- he said, well, Sandra, thanks for having us on. We have the thing with the phone. And here in Cochise County, we're very, very upset Excellent. about the so-and-so. Excellent. I mean, it was really a, a gentlemanly thing to do. She didn't, I, uh, I did, they didn't have her on as a reaction to see, uh-huh. but clear, and she didn't mention it. She didn't correct herself, but clearly everybody knew <laughs> that he set her straight. She, she's and, looking at the co-ed going, <laughs> you know, we, we couldn't see her reaction. He just, he just had the guy's face on the shit. But again, he, but that's how he did that was very classy yeah, it was classy i mean that was really really the, the best the possible thing to do also jesse waters one of my favorites although he's uh, he's getting a little too into himself i think but anyway i like i still watch him i like him um he uh was uh, uh, uh talking about fetterman and he said we know fetterman's uh, incompetent a man can barely speak i mean he's got that heart condition for crying out loud you know he had that heart problem so okay a stroke has nothing to do with your heart and again, as I was a kid, I used to, we all thought that. People say, well, it's a heart attack or stroke, because they always used to mention it in the same time. The way to prevent a heart attack or stroke is a so-and-so. I mean, that's what you've always heard about Well, they're both clots. Well, heart, a heart attack a is your heart. Stroke is in your brain. Most, yeah, you're yeah, right. It's the yeah. blood vessels in your brain. It has nothing to do with your heart. Yes, sir. So, and, and for Jesse Waters to think that a stroke is a heart issue... I was flabbergasted, but again, well, you know, why? I think a lot of I've people. I've been telling you he's an idiot for four well, years now. Again, he's a he's a now he's, he's an entertaining idiot. Yeah, he's an entertainer, and he's a broadcast entertainer. He's not a newsman. And, and kill he, me, it's another oh, cross eyed moron. Yeah, but beady eyed little shitbag, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> no, yeah, he, he wrote he's a, a book. kind of little bastard who would have told you, know, hey, teacher, you forgot to give us homework for the weekend. You know what I mean? Or he would pull somebody ponytail and, and blame it on somebody else kind of deal. I guarantee you he was like that. Uh, anyway, I, I, I was very flabbergasted by uh, Sandra Smith and Jesse Waters on Fox. It was rather bizarre. What, what's this lady's name with the weird eyes? Sandra Smith. Sandra Smith, all right. So I think she's, she's got one eye that's kind of crooked. Cindy says her eyes are clear and it's hard to watch. So I'm looking well, here. Well, I don't know what that means. I, nah, I can't see her. They don't have a photo of her. Oh, there's got to be a picture. It's always this. They got this girl from Fox. Uh, new, big Fox named Sandra Smith. Are you talking about the local? No, no, lo- uh, the network. Fox, uh, Fox oh, I Network. I think she's beautiful. Well, she is, but if you, I mean, she, I'm telling you, if you look at Sandra Smith today on TV, there's something, uh, she's got an angular something on her what? face. What's wrong with her? I'm just telling you. That looks, she looks normal there, but I'm telling you, the, if you look what at her, you'll see it. What the hell is wrong oh, with you? You'll, you'll see <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get a bell? How many bells we got around here? Hey, you bastards. I'll get the freaking cat a bell here in a minute. <laughs> hey, that's a good idea. <laughs> bell the cat. <laughs> bell the cat. <laughs> um, yeah, moving around along um i'm just saying i'm just saying i'm sorry i'm just saying um real quick we have some breaking news oh uh, shooter mcgavin has tweeted elon musk informed twitter's employees 
to meet him on the ninth green at 9 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> we need to talk about that. Yeah, I, I agree. That, his letter was awesome. All le- yesterday, both on the right and the left, they fell for the disinformation that is being spread by these saboteurs. Yeah. The reason he's locking them out and firing him because for weeks now they've been sabotaging Twitter. There's been more racist stuff and there's been more hate and violent stuff on there because they're letting it through so they can blame Elon. Yeah. So Elon's shutting them out. He's right. firing them. And 80% are walking off. These narcissistic little shits thought, if we walk out, this place is going to collapse right. without us. Guess what? It's still here. It may be gone in an hour, but it's still here today. You have the world's hardest working man who owns the company well, now here, and is going to... Here's, here's what's happened in light of the Elon Musk thing. If you, I looked at Twitter this morning. Again, I check it once a day to see what's going on. They now have photographs of Elon Musk in a swirling girl's wig calling him Space Karen. He's now the Karen of the space, uh, space Karen, among other things. Um, as he, uh, uh, outside his building, of uh, the Twitter building, uh, oh, first, oh, I'm sorry. First of all, uh, this space, Space Karen went so hardcore tonight, he locked himself out of his own building and had to call a guy just to get him let back in. Uh, in fact, the guy said, uh, Alex wrote in, I was laid off from Twitter this afternoon. I was in charge of managing badge access to Twitter offices. Elon just called me and asked if I could come back to help them regain That's access to headquarters shit. as they shut off all badges and accidentally locked themselves out. Bullshit. That's that's what he had said. Anyway, uh, as we go back to some of the reaction, uh, space they claim space care locked himself out of the building, had to call well, the guy. Let's don't give them. The, the, I know they've got I, enough of just, a platform. Uh, Elon Musk is losing money, a good thing, but it's sad. It came at the expense of good people who got effed over because of some space Karen's ego. Yeah, uh, re, uh, reigning above their rights as a worker. To everyone, stop worshiping billionaires. They don't care about you. Nope. I mean, these people. Okay, I, I, they're calling. <laughs> let this be a lesson, everyone. You can't not kowtow to the left enough. They loved him for going to Mars. Yeah. They loved him for his Teslas. They yeah. worshipped him, but since he's not 100% in lockstep with their mind group think, yeah. Yeah. they turned on him. Yeah, that's right. They've turned on him, and now they're attacking him. This man is a billionaire. He could leave tomorrow and not care about any of this stuff. Well, one Atlas Ma- shrugged. May Dean said, you know what sucks about the whole thing with Twitter? Like, even if he eventually goes completely tits up and Elon loses the entire $44 billion, he's still be one of the richest people in the world and 7,000 people would have lost their jobs for nothing. <laughs> and he's no, tweeting, good I don't know if this is true, he's tweeting that usage on Twitter is at its highest it's ever been right yeah. now. It yeah. will be too. I guarantee because it Because people are be. upset with him but that means people are coming on to Twitter to and get... And all this talk about, we're leaving. This is the longest goodbye since Napoleon retreated from Moscow. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Yeah. If you, I'm tired of the, I'm, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. Rob Reiner, I just popped back in to say this. No, you didn't. No, you no, never no. left and you never will. And you're supposed to be in France or Canada too yeah. by the way every freaking one of you just leave Hypocrites, the country. I'm, I'm seriously. If, if you, I mean, make go to your echo chamber. Yeah. Start your own Twitter. Who cares? Yeah. And who cares if Elon's Twitter goes under? If he says enough, I don't need this shit. He's already saying he's going to hire another CEO. Right. Because he's, he's had it with this. I got more right. important things to do. Absolutely. Uh, but here's the some of the messages they the, when they left. Somebody projected messages on the outside of the building in a suite, like one of those uh, scrawls on the bottom of the TV yeah. screen. And the message reads with Twitter headquarters: "Quote Elon Musk, mediocre." man-child, pressurized privilege, petty racist, megalomaniac, worthless billionaire, bankruptcy baby, supreme parasite, 
petulant pimple and apartheid baby. <laughs> they were just slinging these. Right, we know like they're that. assholes. These we don't have to idiots. keep repeating their asshole oh, things that they're, they're saying. Because you can just, just go on. What got right. me, though, is last yeah. night, not only the ones on the left spreading the disinformation that it was going to collapse, yeah. but the stupid people on the right <laughs> believing it yeah. and saying, well, this, if this is the last one, this yeah. is my last And everyone I was said, go then. Why are you still here? Bye-bye. And I blocked every single right. If you're so stupid that you thought Twitter was going to end last night because the leftists said it would, you're too stupid to be on my timeline. In fact, it will be bigger and it will be better. And it's because even guys like me are suddenly saying, well, maybe maybe I'll get on there. Maybe I'll try it. See what happens. I mean, seriously. It's still the best way to find news right. immediately. Right. Well, and plus you can go to trending or news or sport. I mean, there's a lot of different things. So it really is. I mean, I've never used it as a source other than recently when I do check it. Once a day I check, see what's going on. But but even if a guy like me could say, gee, it might be fun if I don't worry about getting doxxed or, you know, if I'm, if I'm not afraid to get, you know, people swarming my house or, so, you know, then, you know, you feel a little freer to Target express practice. your opinion, you know? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, so I, it'll be great. I mean, it'll, it'll be better than it's been. He emailed the, did you see the email he sent to the entire staff? No. It's called a fork in the road. Going forward (laughs) to build a breakthrough Twitter 2.0 and succeed in an increasingly competitive world, we will need to be extremely hardcore. This will mean working long hours at high intensity. Only exceptional performance will constitute a passing grade. Twitter will also be much more engineering driven. Design and product management will still be very important and report to me, but those writing code will constitute the majority of our team and have the greatest sway. At its heart, Twitter is a software and service company, so I think this makes sense. Engineering. If you are sure you want to be a part of the new Twitter, please click yes on the link below. Anyone who has not done so by 5 p.m. tomorrow will receive three months of severance. Whatever decision you make, thank you for your efforts to make Twitter successful. And again, a whole crap load left, which is good. Good. If you ever read Isaac Asimov's Foundation, (laughs) where scientists and actual engineers ran the world, that's what he's gearing for, except a better version of it. Engineers not putting their politics and their own feelings into it. Right, right, right. Yeah, making it a better system without directing it toward a specific same, political cause. The same thing he's asking of his Tesla employees, same thing he asked mainly of the uh, Mars Space people, his space whatever. stuff. Yeah. They work long hours, yeah. hard hours, and they love being there because yeah. it's their passion. Yeah. And he wants to be, he doesn't think there's people that can't learn to code that want to work at t- uh, the Twitter. Yeah. There's a lot of smart people out there who uh, I think would, uh, in fact, Man, I would be all, if I were of a certain age, I'd be all over that opportunity. You got that right. Real quick, AOC had tweeted about the Twitter thanking uh, their employees, and this is what she said. (laughs) Shout out to all the workers at Twitter. You all built a vital place for connection and deserve so much better. Millions of people appreciate the space you built and the hard work you went into it. Thank you. Elon Musk replies, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) What a lie. And and, and again, coming up, she and uh, suspected child molester Chuck Schumer uh, are all all over the new talking points, by the way. I mentioned it in the radio this morning. We'll talk about that a little bit later. How'd that go this morning? Uh, I was okay. Well, I was saying, you know, Flounder wasn't there because he, he, actually, he's been working like 10 different shifts for the 
last. So they gave me the they they gave me the day off. You can't work for Elon, you lazy bastard. So it was it was fine. It was fine. It were good. it was fun. My I'm on the system where they plug me into the radio station through something called Opal, which is some kind of a media thing, software thing. And it dumped out on me. I was I haven't on my phone and on my phone. All of a sudden, I hear them saying, "Well, the Kimmer was going to be talking," and I went, "Oh crap!" And it muted me, and then I came back on. But it was fine. It was fine. A couple other things here before we get. I do actual more uh, newsy stuff. Uh, as you know, I have signed up for about $4 a year or whatever for this Harper's uh, magazine. Uh, and um, it's I really, I don't really have any interest in it. It's all, it's all articles and treaties and theses and theories and <laughs> so forth, which, which is fine. Are, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a writers and journalists kind of magazine. Yeah. But they do have the Harper's Index, which I had been familiar with for oh, years boy. and years and years. We look forward well, to this every well, month. No, I, you don't like this? You don't think this is fun? <laughs> is no, this bad? It's just... You don't have to read all of them. I've got I've seven. I've got one, two, three, or like seven marks. Okay, right. I Perfect. won't do them all. Perfect. For example, and I'll try to do it so that it makes sense, because they write it to be creative, but it's harder to understand. For example, here's the way they write it. Portion of American men who believe they'll run out of money after retiring. Two-thirds. Well, especially now, did you know the retirement, that your funding yeah. has gone down 14%? Yeah. I, I saw people this morning saying 30%. That their retirement fund, and this guy's like 62, 465 years, yeah, 30% gone. Keep voting Democrat. And you'll never get it back either. You're it's too late to get it back. They've stolen it. Yeah, well, look at me. I'm re- I mean, I'm re- I retirement age long years ago, and I had a retirement, and then the banksters got it, and now there's no way well, I can get it back. you know who changed the law so they could steal the money? Yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, oh, I thought this was pretty interesting. Average minimum salary that American men say they're willing to accept when they offer get offered a new job. What, what is the minimum that they would demand in order to get a new job, minimum. American men? Minimum. 50, I guess. Founder, what would you think? The minimum salary, an American man these days would say, if you're going to hire me, you have to go get, fire me this much. Minimum salary. I would think at least over 50. $86,000. Wow. 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 That's asking a lot nowadays. I, that's why Especially I, I right said, now. wow, my son. I said, holy cow. What's the average income for a middle-aged American well, man? 40, 50 grand? I, know, oh, it's more, I think it's more than that now, but still. I I but I thought that was fairly interesting. Um, let's, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Mark says, wake me up when the segment is over. Oh, my God. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Jeez. It'll get interesting. Uh uh, let's see. Uh, percentage of change this year in American adults who say that they're thriving. Now, was, uh, uh, ten years ago, uh, uh, the percentage of people say I'm thriving would be, you know, maybe half the people would say that. What is the percentage of people now uh, compared to that normal time that you think are say they're thriving? Well, it's down about 15 percent. In other words, we're all thinking the same thing. That was fairly obvious. Uh, here, I thought this was weird. Um, percentage of well, never, never. That's too hard. Estimated age at which adults are the unhappiest. Adults are the unhappiest at what age? Fifty. Flounder. Sixties. This uh, the article says estimated age at which adults are mo- uh, most unhappy. Forty-eight. All right, yeah, that's right. Because you're having your midlife crisis at that point. Yeah, but questioning what you've done. Like you're looking around, where'd these kids come from? Who's well, this? <laughs> but on the other hand, that was probably my most successful stretch of various things. But again, I'm not sure I was happy because I was working a lot. I was working two jobs and all kind of stuff. So it wasn't one of my better know. days. Yeah, I'm trying to. I don't know. I mean, I'm. I don't know. When, when, when were you? What age were you? Your happiest? I would say as an adult, from like over, 19. Over 18. 
35, uh, 1930, from like 35 years old till 45. That was probably my best decade. Uh, professionally and personally, yeah. girl type stuff yeah. and job wise. Fonda, what about you? Because you're, you're only 42 or something right now. Yeah, so. I still got a ways to go. So, Have you had what you would consider a happy period in your adult life? Uh, I mean, I really had a lot of fun in my 30s. Well, who didn't? Yeah. Like thirties I mean, were fun. Yeah. You're yeah, finally I mean, getting some money, you, you know, know. Yeah, having a career, yeah, living I, I the single life. I had my, I'd started having kids. Had two kids when I was by the time I was 32. I was working and had wife and yeah. I, I, I well, agree you, with that. you, your age and even my age compared to him, we matured quicker. But now well, you can be to. a child forever. I mean, well, they hell, encourage it. You know, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, they like what's there's 30-year-olds living with their parents. Yeah. Well, a lot of them couldn't help it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of this economics. Uh, economics, that's you know, When I was 19, I was in the Marines going right. to war. You know, yeah. so, I mean, <laughs> when I hear, when I, you know, I look at some of these woke, you know, college, oh, I don't get somebody to pay my loan for art history. <laughs> Please. <laughs> like the video, yeah, the video I sent you guys yesterday of that old World War One vet. I mean, that was just yeah. spot on what he had said. Spectacular. Uh, Any more said, fascinating yeah, nuggets of joy? Maybe one more. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, here's my thought. Speaking of cultural stuff, percentage in decrease since 2014 of teenagers who use Facebook since 2014. What would you say the percentage of teenagers who no longer use Facebook? Well, I just tell you more than 50 percent of oh, the yeah. teenagers they've have now dropped Facebook. They've abandoned. Facebook. So what, what are they using now? Uh, Snapchat, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Uh, they used to do Twitter. I don't know. I think they're leaving Twitter too. I mean, everything, everything's going to TikTok. TikTok, yeah, uh, a lot of them are doing do TikTok that. and stuff but it, like can that. But do you communicate uh, uh, with each other on TikTok or just look at other I've people's stuff? I've never been on. I have no well, idea. Well, that's you the know, thing. I have, I have, I have a, one of my coworkers, Tug, Tug's kid, yeah. Jacob. Like he was telling me, a lot of the times they communicate through apps. They don't text or phone calls. It's Jesus, through Snapchat know. or TikTok or, or whatever. They do it Man. through their games. Yeah, they're playing their video games and talk. Like I play every every night just before I go to bed. I play a little Marvel comic superhero game for like twenty minutes, and it's every night it re redoes. Where you you know it's a thing that just relaxes you. And while I'm sitting there playing it, at the bottom there's a complete conversation <laughs> of the, the entire world talking to each other in Russian, Japanese, English. And whatever, Jesus. and they're saying, and and I'm, I'm every once in a while I glance down at what's going on, and I'm going, what the, are these <laughs> people talking? Because they're using world. a language, uh, it's English. They're using language and shortcuts and and acronyms and stuff. I have no idea what they're talking about. It's, it's like, a whole it's new like language. Emojis. It's they, a code. It's like a code. It's, it's, it's like code. They can do an emojis. I can't understand what they're talking about. They can about. have an entire conversation in code and yeah, acronyms and, have no and stuff idea like that. What it's like twins, doing. you know. So I try and I, sometimes I'll put a piece of tape at the bottom of the phone so, I don't, so I'm not distracted because <laughs> <laughs> I keep looking down at it. <laughs> and last one, the percentage, uh, uh, the, the age, the average age at which parents actually give their child a smartphone. Uh, Ten. I was about to say eight or ten now. But it says, uh, the, but it's uh, also the, a good way to keep track of them. Well, you, blo you have to block it. Though. You have to put yeah, parental have blocks. To be a very parentally organized if you're going to give your kid a smartphone. <laughs> In fact, uh, I just found out that my little sweet uh, Miss Molly granddaughter has her own email now, so I could actually email her well, stuff. Well, they just chip her. They could chip her. They could chip Some her. Some right people are that. doing that. Oh, believe me, I don't have a problem. I, I don't have a problem with it. By the way, I believe in chipping your kids. Absolutely. No, I, I don't, because that's a that's a slippery slope right there. Slippery slope. Do not be chipping your kids. I don't that's know. Just, I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, that uh, we're talking about talking to each other around the world in your video games. Yeah. That was the plot of last year's uh, Jack Ryan. 
You know the the Amazon show they use based oh, on the yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. That was the plot that the terrorists were using video games to chat with each other. I believe it. I believe it. And speaking of kids, and speaking of uh, of uh, social media stuff like that, one more thing here before we do a quick uh, thank you to one of our sponsors. Okay, but, 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 uh, Mike says, "Ring the damn bell." I Cindy thought. said, "Please." We're done. And Mark oh said, God. "Please with kisses." I, we're blocking everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Block party. <laughs> um, I mentioned on the radio this morning, and because, and I, as I recall, I think this happened with Jennifer, and she may have to correct me later. But years and years and years ago, and Jennifer was this little. Probably probably six, seven, eight years old. Uh, she was in the neighborhood, and I think near the house, and as I remember, somebody, had, a, a guy in a car had driven up and stopped and tried to see if she wanted a ring. Oh, yeah. And she, thank God, didn't get in the car to see the guy's ring or, you know, say, do you want to see my puppy or whatever the excuse might be that she, you know, it, it did, nothing bad happened. Uh, but it reminded me about the lesson of parents teaching your kids about stranger danger yeah. uh, in Pennsylvania. Ten year old boy walking along, minding his own business uh, home from school, the southwest uh, northwest of Philadelphia. Ten-year-old boy noticed a woman, a stranger, was following him for several blocks. Uh, and then she came up to him close enough to say, uh, I'm going to Wawa. You want to come with me? Are you going to Wawa? I guess that's a market, a supermarket. You want to go to Wawa? What are you going to get at Wawa? And she said, well, where's your family? So the boy with his uh, backpack walks into the nearest corner store, goes up to a 17-year-old clerk, girl, behind the counter, and the stranger's at the door. The woman following him is at the door. He goes into the shop, says the 17-year-old girl, act like you're my mom. This lady is following me. He was really panicked, so the girl went to the door and locked the front door on the woman outside, and they both did the right thing. Uh, and the video shows the clerk walking over while locking the door. Uh, they called the cops. As it turned out, the woman was a well-known homeless kind of wanderer, and she doesn't hurt anybody, but she's kind of weird and freaky, and she's a homeless stranger, you know, and, st and apparently doesn't mean any harm, but she's scary. To a 10-year-old boy in particular, and the boy's father was saying, man, he handled it. He said, see my kid looking for help because he was afraid for his life. Cut you really deep. He handled it great. Uh, they advise parents, remember, stranger danger warnings. Think of the uh, scenario, the kids, uh, and pra actually practice it like a fire drill, where you actually have your kid walking and you pull up in a car and say, hey, you want to see my puppy? Or one of the other favorites is, um, hi, I'm Billy. I'm a friend of your mom. She just got in an accident. I'm supposed to take you to her because she wants to see you for the, you know, stuff like that. Practice it. So they actually, oh, I get, you know, so they, it really happens. But again, you don't want to scare the crap out of them. But you want to get them ready for bad things that could happen without, you know, it's a very tough line, but it's apparent you have to br bring it up to them. So at least they're familiar with it. And this kid, it worked with this kid and he's alive and fine. He may never, nothing would have happened, but still he did the right thing. The Netflix show about Wayne Williams, they did about the FBI catching killers. Yeah. He did. He would show up at, at schools and act like, you know, he needed to pick somebody up. Right. There's another one that did it, too. But I was driving home Wednesday from here, and I was driving <clears throat> to the Publix there off Roswell Road, and there's two young African-American kids walking up, maybe 10 and 8, probably brothers, coming home from school with their school stuff, yeah. walking alone up that road. Uh, 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 it's not Hammond. It's another road. Mount Vernon, I think. Mount mm -hmm. Vernon. And they're walking. I'm thinking, 
if this was the time of Wayne Williams in this city to oh, allow man. two young no, kids to be walking happen. by themselves, we would never... Two young black kids? Back in the 80s. Nobody no would have let their kids walk outside alone. And, and here we are. We've forgotten. What was it, 23 dead or something like that? Or yeah, t- and he did, he did most of them. And he didn't even he do maybe, them all. He, he maybe didn't do them all, but he, he did didn't do all of them. Yeah. Then the whole thing about the Klan in the middle of the day, could drive a white man could drive down <laughs> into the hood yeah. and pick up a black child and nobody see it. Yeah, really. was ridiculous yeah, from the beginning. Yeah, blame it on the clan. I'll tell you, yeah. if you watch that show, what's it, Manhunter or something? Mindhunter? Mindhunter. Mind it was on. It was on two seasons, and the yeah. second season was all about Wayne Williams. Yeah. And it was the stuff that yeah. went on, uh, the politics of the city yeah. that went on was amazing. Absolutely. Uh, coming up, uh, Nancy Botoxy, who's going to go to hell when she dies. Also, uh, suspected child molester Chuck Schumer and Ocasio Bagbangio Stupidio have now confirmed it was not a conspiracy theory after all. Also, <laughs> Starbucks workers were going on strike at 100 different stores. You idiots. You know, God, I think I'll go apply for the job. <laughs> How hard can it be? Oh, he wanted extra sugar in his that's barista a hard thing. Time. you got to remember all those different coffees. Yeah, but stuff. I mean, uh, please, if that's your living. You can't with remember those? 10 different coffees if that's how you There's make your more. living. I think I could probably do 20 coffees. Oh, but I can remember 20 different coffees, I'll bet you. I would love to see Kimmer back I there. Mean, and then, please. like, when so, like they write the name wrong, uh, sir, my name isn't spelled that way. <laughs> yes, Fuck you. Yes. Take the coffee and get out of yeah. here. <laughs> hey, asshole. <laughs> Have a great day. Coffee. First of all, you're fired for using the word coffee. A coffee, yeah. It's, not, it's a blend of human wonderfulness. It's latte or cappuccino. <laughs> Double or, is a cereal latte, yeah, coffee. It ain't coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Not coffee. <laughs> oh, mercy. Uh, it was a little windy this morning. I was putting my flag out. It was the uh, sun comes up. Uh, my flag from flagco.com, by the way. Uh, and, and it still looks brand new. And again, I have western exposure. So every day in the afternoon, my flag gets direct sunlight. And it still looks brand new. Now, don't forget, they not only have, uh, it's not just American flags. Every state flag, every military flag, every country flag. If you want a flag or a banner from anything or make a on your own, they'll do it for you at flagco.com and they have the lighting kits they have the mounting kits and uh, things in silver and gold flag ornaments i have the white pole with a little silver thing on the top it's very very cool uh but they have some a couple of specials going on in time for christmas shopping in the holiday season the starry night flag pole christmas lights and don't forget when you make a purchase mention the kimmer show and it's 10 percent off everything that you're uh, talking about here from, from with at, at flagco.com what's that why are you pointing at because me? you forgot the last time with our friends at uh at uh at uh farmhouse, farmhouse <laughs> uh anyway um uh, they got great deals going on here with the starry night flagpole christmas lights uh all you need is a 20 uh, 15 to 25 foot pole or they can custom build one if you want cool white lights warm white, red, blue, multicolor. They have a mini version that includes a 10-foot pole that's called the Starry Night, multicolored Starry Night. They have a flag pole trailer hitch kit for single or double flags, which is really, really cool. And don't forget the 20-foot telescopic pole with wheelbase, perfect for tailgating. It slides under the tire to weigh it down. When you get done, you collapse it, a little tiny thing, off you go for the next tailgating. Really, really cool. Don't forget, they're looking for workers. Uh, they, I think they still need three warehouse workers uh, at flagco.com. Give them a call. Tell them the Kimmer sent you. Here's the number, flagco.com, 800-962-0956, 800-962-0956, flagco.com on the web, and uh, tell them the Kimmer sent you, and uh, you'll be happy and glad you did. All right, real quick, since we were talking about Starbucks and yeah. people ordering those shit coffees, I have a funny scene for you. 
You did what? This is Paul Rudd from a movie that's a really funny scene oh. where he makes fun of people going to Starbucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you gonna play it? Yep. <laughs> no. Can I get a tall chai? And a large black coffee. A what? Large black coffee. Do you mean a venti? No, I mean a large. He means a venti, yeah. The biggest one you got. Venti is large. No, venti is 20. Danny. Yeah. Large is large. In fact, tall is large, and grande is Spanish for large. Venti's the only one that doesn't mean large. It's also the only one that's Italian. Congratulations, you're stupid in three languages. <laughs> oh, you gotta love it. <laughs> <laughs> very, very, very funny. Uh, I, I, the, you know, we yeah. talked about this before that uh, Zach Galifianakis is between two yeah. ferns. Yeah, oh. he's interviewing Paul Rudd. One of the questions is, <laughs> I think it's, it's about the line: How hard is it to hide your Jewishness? <laughs> <laughs> To Matthew McConaughey, he says, I see you have your shirt on. Is everything okay? Uh, you can still grab a laugh. Like when uh, Nancy Botoxy addressed her colleagues uh, at the podium to announce that she will not be running for speaker again. She will not want to be speaker. She'll stay in Congress for her term, but not doesn't want to be speaker. And they all hail her as a, the greatest leader for 20 years, the first woman to the so-and-so and all this kind of stuff. Screw her. She's going to go to hell when she dies. The black-hearted, soulless witch who has been violating her oath of office when they showed her. And now I can say for the first time, Madam Speaker. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She takes the oath of office to defend and uh, support and defend the Constitution of the United States. She broke that oath every single day in office. She's been trying to destroy the Constitution of the United States. She's violated that oath every single freaking day. She quit her post. To, uh, she refused to run for speaker again because she took her ball and went home. She knew that with the Republicans in charge, they weren't going to give her any respect at all. She was going to go down uh, for her last, her last business in Congress was going to be as a failed non-speaker because the Republicans took they, over. They, they should have stood behind her and all done. <laughs> yeah. Poor baby, you know, or like she these. did to Trump. Yeah, like, and then ripped up her speech in half. Yeah. I mean, uh, what a snot, a black-hearted snot, vicious bitch uh, who did everything she could to destroy what this country stands for. I mean, think about, uh, it was her leadership that got all these Democratic proposals and the tax deals and everything through the Congress. In fact, they did a thing when she entered Congress in 1987. Everything that's gone bad since she right, was in right. charge. Yeah, she's yeah. been the boss. Uh, and when she <coughs> quoted the Bible, and she, you know, she complained. <laughs> she, I moved away from the TV. I swear to God, I moved. I moved back in the living room. And I said, "TV's on the wall." And I went, "Oh, I'm getting out of here because you know there's going to be flames and coming through the freaking screen. I'm going to singe my eyebrows or something." She's talking about how how spirituals and belief in God will save the little children of our life, well, except for the ones that are born, you know, there should have been an abortion. And you she didn't acknowledge uh, Trump. Uh, was that, oh, she had yeah, the only president. She didn't mention him anything, of course, was Donald, <laughs> Donald Trump. Trump. I mean, she, she's a vicious, snotty, mean-spirited witch. I mean, she's just a slime bag. Uh, and you see where the San Francisco TV station, the NBC affiliate, yeah. did a story saying the exact same thing the NBC guy said? Yeah. The exact same really? thing. Really? 
Uh, I wonder how long that's going to get away with that. Yeah. Who's going to go down in flames on that one? I bet they have a, I bet they have a sales manager or a general manager who's going to be a big trouble. With well, the they're corporate. not afraid of her anymore, I think. is the. Well, I worked for KRON-TV in San Francisco. It was the NBC station. I did, in fact, I did network stuff for them. Uh, and they, uh, well, maybe they're changing. I don't know. Uh, but she, uh, you, know, I, uh, you know, they won't let her take communion, <laughs> you know, for, because she's such a phony Catholic. Uh, and she, she and her husband also made $100 million while she was in office you and now he's an investor so you know good but you know the it, private inside. deals they got oh you're this let's just be you know, well let's see if you know i mean you know you know she got a, a, a ten thousand dollar refrigerator well, that's what uh, Chappelle said the other day he sh- says that what trump says everything that we're doing at the house is everything you think we're doing right and they did it we're, and you got rigged. It. That's right. Uh, and and then uh, this this story to me, I uh, honest to God, I thought, to, and again, we all know it. How many time, How many years have liberals been complaining that Republicans are making up these phony conspiracy theories that the Democrats want to let all the illegal immigrants in so they can vote Democrat and change the culture and be able to take power forever? Oh, you Republicans, you think that, that, that. Well, it's true. Chuck Schumer just had it in public. He actually said it. I couldn't believe it. I'm going, oh, my God. Does he realize he's just now confirming it was not a conspiracy theory? Chuck Schumer and then Ocasio Bang Bangio Stupidio mirrored the exact same <clears throat> talking points. So you know that they've sent the memo around to all the Democrats. The talking points are. <laughs> America is in a crisis because Americans are not having babies. Okay, our birth rate is way down, and and the reason our birth this is what Ocasio Bagbanio Stupidio said the reason our birth rate is down is because Americans don't want to have children because they're being blocked out of opportunities by capitalism. Uh, this white supremacy and the male-dominated capitalist system in America <laughs> is tell is just making parents not want to have children. So the problem is. We have to continue the birth rate to be a strong country, which is why we need all these immigrants to come into America because they do have babies. They actually said that. And Schumer said, well, we have we have to not only allow these immigrants to become American citizens, we need to legalize the 11 million who are here already. To make that, it's going to be 20 million, between 11 and 20 million. They said 11, 10 years ago. Right. Have to be made legal (laughs) citizens to be part of our country because they're the ones having the babies. And I'm thinking, oh my God, you're you're just telling the American people we need more of the we need more of the brown people, you know, the Latin American people and the Spanish people and the you know the Asian people and the uh, you know why people. They got to replace all the the 50 million we've aborted exactly in the last 20 years. And and the other thing, it made me. I mean, it it was it, it was. Not fu- it was funny, but not haha funny. They're so concerned with having more babies. Stop killing them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now you won't have to spread your legs without protection. <laughs> stop, stop not making the guy put a thing on his knee. You want to have any woman allowed to have an abortion anytime for any reason up to the when he's born, then you really don't care that much about him needing more babies. No, it's votes. <laughs> oh my God. We got to replace these votes. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't believe it. These are the same people. I mean, they're admitting we need more brown people to come into the country because they're not. But but remember, let's not forget, these are the same people who said, but they're both saying, boy, this is a great idea. Let's legalize these 20 million illegal sneak-ins. I know, let's defund the police at the same time, too. I know, let's stop all this cash bail so criminals can get out with having to. uh, But did you know that the guy who ran down the 25 cops is out free? 
Is he already? Yeah, they let him out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, they haven't charged him yet. They, they got to decide what they're charged. They had to let him go. Yeah. So he's out. He's Get free. The fuck yeah. out of God. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, these are the same people. You know, defund the police. Yay, yay. Teach critical race theory. Yay, yay. You get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car. I mean, it's unbelievable. Any historian can tell AOC that the world population has exploded, not under communism, but under capitalism. Under freedom and happiness of people wanting to bring children to the goodness of our life. I mean, it's just... But these people, they, I mean, they, they actually... I think they actually believe this I stuff. They're, which is the kind of ideas they can do on their brand new spanking Twitter, and we can ignore them. Yeah. All right, yeah, have a ball. Go away. Exactly. At least we'll know where you are, and we don't have to deal with you. I mean, make it separate. We can yeah. pop in every now and then and check you know, on you. They want to be separate. You know, they want to be. They want to keep us but separate. Equal. So then you be separate. Separate You'll be the separate ones. But equal. Yeah. Uh, here's another thing that's coming out. Our friends at the uh, uh, Mike Hunt and the guys at the Babylon Bee uh, have come out with another. Uh, here's another plan that they pulled off with the uh, Democrats trying to do everything they can. Again, they're trying to get this passed before the change happens. Uh, another other thing they've done is this new Respect for Marriage Act. Have you heard about this? Uh, the Respect for Marriage Act, which legalizes same-sex marriage all over the country, uh, is expected to pass Congress. Sources say one of the main drivers for its success is, of course, it adds an additional $50 billion for the war effort in Ukraine, which is why it's going to pass. Uh, this act finally gives equal rights to those who want to marry someone of the same sex or maybe a small forest creature or possibly a video game character. It's all the same, said suspected child molester Chuck Schumer after the bill passed committee. Also, this bill provides essential funds for us to launder in Ukraine to fund our re-election campaigns, which is what this is really all about. It'll be proxy war efforts against Russia while fending defense contractors, lobbyists, and super PACs to ensure Democrats get elected. And we're certainly proud to be taking the stand for human rights. Uh, by the way, it, uh, the Marriage Act also codifies relationships with Japanese body pillows by a vote of 6237. Finally... My brother Frank can be proud of his marriage relationship with Yamamoto-san, a pillow he bought in Kyoto, said a proud Chuck Schumer. Thanksgiving is going to be much less awkward this year. (laughs) 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 Which I think is wonderful. Thank you, Chuck. Oh, my God. Um, Also, I saw I watched the news conference on this. Congressman uh, Jim Jordan and James Comer, he's from Kentucky, uh, Jordan's from Ohio, uh, uh, told the world and went to the news conference and said, we told you we're going to do this, and now we're going to be in charge. We're going to do it, investigating Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and Jim Biden, and they're concentrating on bank records. They're concentrating on facts. They're concentrating on where the money went and who did what well, to who. Yeah, but no one on Twitter believes anything's going to come from this. I know. So we'll I, I'm see. afraid it won't either. Uh, but, uh, well, again, they'll at least have the power to investigate. They'll have the power to subpoena, to have a committee hearing. And, again, the liberals, uh, well, in fact, the funny part of it was uh, they're investigating not only the bank records, but they're also investigating uh, following the money to human trafficking. They have evidence of human trafficking of Hunter's Uh, hookers, money laundering, conspiracy, and cover-ups. The FBI and the Department of Justice's corruption linked with it to, uh, to hide it and cover it up. Excuse me, Chrissy Ray. 
the uh, disgraceful chicken-livered, yellow-bellied coward from Atlanta, head of the FBI, uh, helping seditionists like he did with the January 6th, mostly peaceful Ashley Babbitt day, uh, and they're going to get to the bottom of it. The problem is, even if they come to a conclusion, the Senate's not going to let them do anything. There, there won't be any new law passed. The only consolation is that they'll be able to have a hearing under oath, and we'll get to watch these people answer questions. On the other hand, uh, uh, Chrissy Ray, the uh, disgraceful uh, coward of Atlanta, FBI director, did it again. Just, you know, he just ignores questions. They asked him, you know, uh, is this true? And so I said, well, uh, you know, I really I'm not allowed to talk about that because of the. Uh, well, Josh Hawley of the took him to task yeah. a few times. I know. And, and again, if you can't get straight answer. They all need to be gone. I mean, they're going to be gone. Uh, but again, this is this is what's going to happen. And at least they're putting it on the record. And the funny part to me was how all of a sudden uh, all the Democrats are saying, oh, this is vindictive. You know, you, you're just, you just want really? to get back and say, well, you, you were being vindictive for five you, years. You, said, <laughs> you set the rules, baby. Oh, my God. And, and they warned him. They warned him the whole time, the last four, some year, two years. That look, Wait. you guys are creating rules here, and this is how the game's going to be right. played, That's and you're right. not going to like it. And I'm scared to death. They 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 got back to two. The leader in the uh, Republican House, leader in Republican Senate, are still in charge. Uh, Mitch McConnell and what's it? The, McCarthy. The, uh, uh, McCarthy. Pussies. These guys are not the guys you need right now to go. At, I mean, you have, we have to smother the Democrats, and we don't care about them saying this is vindictive. It's not vindictive. It's it's justice and it's honor and play. decency. We, that's what same way we have to learn to. Ballot harvest better than they do. That's right. In fact, we should learn so much. Who said yesterday? We got to le learn ballot harvesting so greatly that the Democrats will try and ban it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Once they get back in power. But again, we can't let them get away with it. And, and this business of working together, kiss my ass. I'm not working with you. I, I, would, I would not work with it. I would, I would say no to every single Democrat proposal. We need to be the leaders. We need to have the proposals. And they get nothing. I do not like green eggs and ham. Cut. Uh, no, sir, I don't like it. Well, not even. <laughs> 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 no, sir, I don't like it. Uh, no, sir. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, oh, I was going to do this later, but I want to do it now. San Francisco. Holy smokes. San Francisco is now going to be giving $1,200 a month. That's a Social Security payment. <clears throat> $1,200 a month to trannies who, ha who are able to choose. There's a list of genders and pronouns, 134 genders and pronouns in a list. You can pick as many of these as you like to perfect to you. There's got to be one for us. And when you sign up for it, you get guaranteed $1,200 a month for a year and a half. A identifying as a trans is a this is in San Francisco identifying as a trans is enough to qualify <laughs> applicants do not need to have surgery there are 97 genders 18 pronouns and 19 sexual orientations the city offers targeted benefits to low-income trannies uh, one option xenogender means a gender beyond human understanding <laughs> that's, it. that's us the pronouns include <laughs> neutral terms such as Z-E or H-I-R and Z-E and X-E. Sexual orientations include BDS, mink, uh, T4T, and scoliosexual. Oh, good Lord. What's that, having sex with someone with scoliosis? With bad oh, my bad. Jesus, God in heaven. Oh, my God. Uh, here, I've done uh, here are, by the way, <laughs> some of the trans status checks that you can apply. 
Uh, transgender, non-binary, uh, intersex, uh, they, them here, velvet, uh, uh, cisgender, trans-feminine, MTF, demigirl, cisgender man, transgender man, uh, dem-boy, uh, <laughs> gender-queer, xenogender, butch, uh, gender-fluid, bi-gender, gender-expansive, oh-my-gender, poly-gender, K-H-A-N-I-T-8th, oh uh, uh, Kenneth, Muse. You can only have sex with Kenneth. Kathui. I swear to God, K A T H O E Y, Kathui. I can be claim I'm a Kathui and get twelve hundred a month. Let's do it <laughs> now. Uh, 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 Bakta, B A K T A. I don't know what any of these things are, I and they go on and on and on. Um, let's see, uh, uh, demisexual. Uh, you know, I this is know. insanity, I mean, it's just, right? It's, 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 it's unbelievable. If you showed this to someone 20 years ago, yeah. they'd think you were insane. And by the way, I heard a great suggestion on the Glenn Beck show this morning. He said, if you live in San Francisco, sign up. Everybody Bankrupt. should sign up. Bankrupt their ass. <laughs> no, just so they have to take care of it. I mean, you can imagine, you know, four million people all of a sudden apply for the thing. Oh, my God. How funny is that? Wait, wait a second. Hold a hold a second. Oh, hold a second. Wait a minute here. Wait a minute here. Okay. There we go. Okay, let me right turn this on. All right. Let's see, what did you say? Four million? Okay. Yeah. Oh, what was oh. it? It's the, it's the spam callers. And I'm, I'm, I'm at the point now, I'm telling you, oh, good. Thanks for calling. I now have your address. I will see you shortly. Click. Anyway. Um, what? What the hell was that? Now, that's that, what I'm going to start saying to him. Oh, I, and I'm not threatening him. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I'll see you shortly. And oh let him think about God. it the rest of the day. And what was that dot to that thing? Did you put it's that a robot. It's, oh, it's, it's when someone calls, it's, it's a robot talk. And, it tells, and you had that in your phone, you yeah. hit it and it does that? <laughs> <laughs> I think you have a few more of those little square things that I, that I, I have I on my phone. Well, anyway, wait a second. Siri, what is fourth million? No, wait a minute. God, Four million times 1,200. Shut up, Siri. Yeah, thank you. All right, hold on. Here's what I found. Well, I didn't ask the question yet. Hold a second. Hold a second. All right. Siri, what is 1,200 times 4 million? Alexa, Alexa knows it in a Eight second. 8.2 trillion. Alexa doesn't have to think Still about it. Still on it. That would be 4,800,000,000. 4,800,000,000. 400 million. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. That's a lot. Uh, one more political thing here, if you don't mind, just for a moment. Um, I thought this was uh, a particularly appropriate. The uh, President Showers with Daughter administration is now suggesting that the Saudi crown prince who butchered and chopped into pieces Khashoggi, the journalist, uh, and when he went to the other person's uh, uh, embassy, well, uh, President No Brain says he should be given immunity from any lawsuits uh, for his brutal killing of the U.S.-based journalist, which is particularly amusing since uh, President Stupid is the guy who promised consequences for his campaign for after the death of Khashoggi. He called him a bunch of thugs and murderers, and he said, we're going to get you back for not giving us more oil, too. And now he's saying, well, you know, don't do anything against Khashoggi. I mean, the, the Saudi prince, man, we should give him immunity. Um, 
Khashoggi's fiance has filed a lawsuit against Saudi officials, including the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, uh, for their roles in the butchering of the uh, uh, journalist who was based in America. Journalist. Yeah. Well, he was. He was. A, I mean, he was. A, he, but still, he was. He was you a know, paid propagandist. He was a propagandist. I don't give still, a shit. They chopped uh, him I up. I thank you very much. But still, you know, the fact that he, you know, he, he tries to play tough guy. Well, we'll show them, man. He's a bunch of butcher. Oh, we'll we'll run his stuff. They'll never forget this. <laughs> now he's saying, I'll let him go. You don't want to do it. We'll get Brittany Griner back, too. Yeah. Uh, of course, the, they're doing it because they're afraid that Americans are going to be uh, arrested for things in foreign countries and be, you know, uh, charged, stuff like that. Yeah. So we want immunity for ours. But again, it's just it just freaking it figures uh, that this slime bag, uh, for all his tough talk, Mr. Tough Guy, uh, is actually hoping for leniency. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. I mentioned we mentioned the Taylor. I still can't believe that they Taylor Swift tickets are as high as well, forty two thousand dollars. Auburn just offered Lane Kiffin fifteen million a year for ten years. Holy! He, he turned it down because Ole Miss has given him four Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Ticketmasters is going to get some heat oh, for this. Fuck, well, you know, I hate Ticketmasters. Yeah. So I, I hated so, them so, my entire life. Well, they're comparing this to the Pearl Jam stuff that happened back in the early nineties or whatever. Pearl Jam but, took them on and that's lost. That's right. Yep. Yeah. But I, this may be different. And by I the way, uh, has Taylor Swift said anything about no, this? I don't of think she's not. made a comment. But she was the she was the she most was outspoken. Gouging. Yeah, but she was the most outspoken one about getting music to the people and to stop oh, gouging oh, them on, on music time or whatever the hell that thing. Yeah. Well, she's been silent about this whole deal here. What they said? One, was you said that one of her tickets was like forty two forty two thousand dollars. It was 37 this morning, and I talked to the boys. When they, set all, when they set all this up, they anticipated like a million people to try and get tickets. 14 to 15 yeah. million people tried to get tickets. Yeah. Wow. So Shut now it it's down. completely closed off to the general public. She should public. have sex with me for $42,000. Yeah. I don't I mean, care if she sings. That's a lot. That seems like She'll a sing. lot. Uh, <laughs> and and we, mentioned, uh, we mentioned the Starbucks workers. A hundred stores now have workers walking out for their annual Red Cup Day when the company gives free reusable cups to customers who order a holiday drink. Uh, it's one of the busiest days of the year. Starbucks declines to say how many red cups it plans to distribute. Workers are uh, seeking better pay, more consistent schedule, and higher staffing levels in busy stores. Poor babies. Uh, she used to work for a bricklayer. <laughs> anyway. How kinky. By uh, the way, uh, Gwendolyn has... Uh, oh, Gwendolyn. Oh. I just talked about Gwendolyn the other day. I thanked her for her very nice... Uh, You're not uh, going to thank her after this. Uh-oh. Heart problems are common in people who have a stroke. Heart wow. disease is a stroke risk factor, and heart problems can develop or worsen during the acute phase of the stroke, during and afterwards. Well, I, th I agree with you, Gwendolyn, and thank you for mentioning that. That is true. Uh, how, I wonder whether Jesse Waters was of course not. confused that he thought a stroke was had to do with your heart, or whether he knew that sometimes stroke patients also have heart issues. I don't know. But again, if, the, if I was incorrect on assuming what he was doing, I will set the record straight. Thank you, Gwendolyn. Block her. <laughs> <laughs> I take back my thank you note. Oh, crap, I already mailed it. Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh, the Patino family has settled a lawsuit with the guy's family, the guy who killed her, uh, Brian Laundrie. Remember little, uh, little Gabby Patino, little blonde, they were on a trip and he killed her, smuggled uh, uh, her, no, no, no. her. I don't think her name's Patino. That's Petito. the coach. Patito. Oh, yeah, sorry. Petito. Oh, I'm, I'm sort of thinking, what, was Rick Patino uh, killed somebody? Uh, uh, Gabby Petito, yeah, okay, sorry. And Brian Laundrie. And he killed her and then he uh, killed himself in the swamp in Florida, whatever. Uh, and the family sued his family, uh, her family sued his family because they, they, uh, 
they, they kind of they withheld it. evidence. They hid the fact that they knew something was wrong. And so, and, and now uh, the dead guy, the, the killer's family is paying the uh, Gabby family $3 million. Where are they getting that? Uh, where'd they get the money? I don't know. Now, maybe they, they may, well, may, well, they have reached this, a settlement. So it wasn't like they were ordered. They, were re- they reached a settlement, which means they agreed to it, which means they somehow are going to come up with $3 million. Who was that little winch that was good-looking but crazy that killed her kid in Florida? Casey? Oh, Casey Anthony. She's now blaming. She's back in the news. She's blaming, blaming her father. Blaming, yeah. I saw, I, you know, I, I didn't read. I saw the headline. Oh. Did you, I didn't read the story. But she's, no, I didn't either. She's just blaming her dad. <sighs> Jesus. Talk about someone who needs to be, you know, and again, put in the alligator swamp. You know, I mean, she was more concerned about being hot when her kid was made. First thing she did was went out and got a bunch of tattoos and started going to nightclubs. And by the way, she's not hot anymore. No, it I, fades. I yeah, it fades. Yeah. Well, remember that, ladies. <laughs> Sorry, I don't even know it what that fade means. It doesn't fade for me. You know, yeah. I'm faded so far. I gotta, I'm, I'm translucent. Um, <laughs> you're, you're, as Bill Murray said about Larry Bird and Space Jam, Larry's not white. Larry's clear. Clear, yeah. <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving. Have you got any plans for Thanksgiving? Oh, by the way, next week. This is Friday. Next week we're going to well, do two shows. Well, next we're going to do two shows <laughs> next week, and we will be off Thursday and Friday. Next week is Thanksgiving. So we're, we're yeah. Isn't so we'll have right? a Monday. Yes, yes, yes. We'll have a show Monday and Wednesday. We'll have a show Monday, but Wednesday. We'll be off Friday. We'll be off th- uh, Friday. Yeah. And so we're always we'll, off. We'll Thursday. be off Friday. So we'll do two shows next week, uh, and and forgive us for only doing two. But we'll and we'll do like a Thanksgiving show. We'll we'll play some com- comedy Maybe bits. Maybe we and should we'll, do a Thanksgiving show for t- for a Wednesday. Maybe we should or should not. We should we should do something thankful stuff. Turkey yeah. recipe again, of course. What else should we do for Thanksgiving? We'll, well find something. Some, Thanksgiving yeah. stories or happy out. stories of families of celebrating turkey jokes. wonderfulness. Tur- joe, uh, Thanksgiving jokes. Send humor. us your turkey jokes. So anyway, we'll, so we'll figure out something. So anyway, for next week. And they're saying the price is going up 20%. Oh, I looked at turkeys yesterday. Holy cow. You know, I have no idea what a turkey costs anymore. What, what, what was it? What was a normal turkey? It's, it's cheap. Turkey's cheap, like a buck fifty a pound or something, yeah, isn't it? I, I don't remember exactly what it was. I was at Trader Joe's and I, it was a kosher turkey. I'd never seen one of those before, and, uh, and the price was holy cow. They only fed them matzo balls as a young I bird. I don't know. I don't know how they go, do it. No figure. Yeah. Oh, I, anyway, it's going to be up and up and up. Uh, the biggest bump is for stuffing mix. No. I swear to God, stuffing mix, which is due to flour shortage because of the Russian thing, uh, stuffing mix is up 70%. Cranberry prices are dropped. Uh, Farmers' costs are up, so fuel is up, everything's up. Uh, They say the gas prices are going to go up, too, next week, so you might want to gas up now or this weekend because they're going to gouge everybody. Well, Well, the government's going to gouge them. I think I only have a 12-gallon tank, so when I, you know, and I get 10 miles a gallon, so, you know, I gas up three times a week, (laughs) so it doesn't really help me. Why don't you put an extra tank on it? Uh... Uh, okay, I put it. Can you do that? I, I, I wonder I if there's, a, there's probably not room. I, wonder if there's I think room. now you probably can't. It'd be really expensive. But once they, but well, you just bought it. Yeah, it would have, have to be free. Filled. If you do it for free, I'd take it. For when free. I had my bed, it's like, do you want an extra? I'm like, hell yeah, I want oh, an extra tank. No, if it had been a thing, I would believe. I'm going to be running from the feds at some point. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those persons that if someone starts messing with me, road rage on the road. Yeah. I said, I'll go to Birmingham. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, that's right. You're going to follow me to Birmingham because here we go. Yeah, all right. Try to catch me. Um, 
um, I have to admit that I, I kind of see myself a little bit in the following story I'm about to tell you concerning a chief judge in middle Georgia who is a superior court judge <laughs> named uh, Robert Reeves of the Middle Judicial District. He is now uh, having a hearing because he's been accused of 58 violations of the Code of Conduct. Uh, his defense attorney says, we're mounting a rigorous defense. So he says, I think Judge Reeves himself would tell you he's made some comments he should not have made uh, or attempted humorous remarks that really weren't funny or in some cases offended people. But, 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 uh, oh, sure, he said, you know, but, I mean, yeah, I don't think there's anything in this complaint that really uh, rises to the level of seeking the removal of an elected Superior Court judge. Uh, well, here are some of the things that... <laughs> that the judge is well known for. <laughs> uh, he saw a female employee of the public defender's office walking down the street outside her office. He whistled at her and said, what's a pretty girl like you doing walking alone? <laughs> That's one. <clears throat> uh, he regularly calls his same girl Miss America. He regularly uh, massages her shoulders, kind of like your president, uh, rubs her back and attempts to hug her uh, uh, he also, uh, when she would bring him documents to sign, he'd say, if you smile, I'll sign it. Uh, the complaint says she was so uncomfortable with the judge that she started having a man uh, accompany her to his chambers. Yeah. Uh, other instances, the judge told a female public defender, another woman, she needed to decide if she wanted to be a full-time mother or a full-time attorney because you can't do both. Oh, that's going to hurt. Uh, the same woman came back from family vacation. He overheard her telling the investigator her husband's back was injured. So the judge overhearing that judge said, well, if you didn't do the stuff you see on TV, you know, one foot on the nightstand and one foot way over here, he wouldn't have hurt his back. <laughs> That's a little gross. Uh, also in a virtual meeting with the Jefferson County Drug Court staff, the yeah. judge said, I expect you women to be wearing bathrobes and bathing suits in our virtual uh, hearing. Uh, he also passed a female employee in the Emanuel County Courthouse parking lot, made a sound to get her attention like a wolf whistle and said, you really have nice legs. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he said, it goes on and on. And now they've accused him of being a, a totally, you know, a bad dude as a judge, and they want to take away his role. Get it? Now, you know, I, you know, I've said stupid things like that, not in the last forty years, no. but I mean, I, as I was a younger man, in the seventies. Oh my God! I mean, because it was right out there. I mean, everybody was free love, and you know, the hippies, and geez, anyway. So I, I don't do that, and of course, I don't haven't done that anymore. Anyway, <laughs> feminists have screwed up everything. But the what feminists? Yeah, feminists have screwed up everything. Well. They're not really feminists. I mean, if they were feminists, they'd be acting in, on behalf of girls who don't want boys on their teams. And there, be there's another one where this guy was 73rd on the boys' team, and, yeah. on the track I, team, and now he just won. I just saw that, yeah. He, he just a, won. Another male winner uh, pretending he's a girl. And, and the fathers are saying, wait a minute, my daughter just lost an opportunity to I get know. a scholarship. I know. I know. <laughs> or, to, or to feel good about herself for winning a blue ribbon and something. Know. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's you know destructive. How this you know how this stops? Yeah, I know how this stops. When the, when the, well, when you, you know, be, start beating the hell out of some of these uh, people yeah. but another, and their parents. Another thing is the girls have got to just get together and say, we're not, we're not racing, we're not swimming, it's, we're not doing quit anything. Quit the teams. Just let him be out there by himself Go, and look how ridiculous yeah. this looks. Uh, if you, I, in fact, don't quit the team. Don't quit the team. But don't participate. Don't participate. Show up and off, stand off to the side. Turn your back on them. Uh, if he goes in the locker room, they should have like a little 
little uh, a, a kind of a like a member paddles for fraternity brothers and stuff have a little like a dick slapper. He walks in on the like a ruler, you know, when he tries to show up in the showers and stuff. Honestly, don't take it. Just don't take it. I don't know why we're putting up with it. And, 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 the, and this very case you were talking about, I, the, one of the father's comments was, he said, the problem is not only is this offensive in every way and destructive, uh, destructive to my daughter and her future and her goals, but it also is, he said, the problem is I can't even say anything about it. They're, they don't even they don't even allow criticism or try to do something about it. Then you're a bad parent. They'll ban you from me. I mean, I mean, it's just unbelievable. No, How is this possible? Me. They'd be banning oh, I'd be, me. They'd be banning property. me out of jail. Uh, honest yeah. to God. You know, I'd be standing there outside the locker room. You're not going in there. Yeah. And they, they're going to have to arrest me because you're not yeah. going in there. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's so offensive. And you know, again, it's like these Democrats saying, hey, let's legalize 20 million sneaking illegals. Yay, let's defund the police. Yay. They just say this thing in a snowball saying, oh, boy, these are great ideas. Yay. Whoever thought it'd be a great idea to have boys dressing in a skirt playing on girls' teams? I mean, really, really. Come on. The idiots. Is this really a the good thing for the, the boys, for the for the number of boys who want to dress like a girl and pretend they're a girl and act like a girl? It's better for them to be able to do that than to take away the rights of actual girls? But, but, no, yeah. whoever thought that would make sense. Obviously, the feminists agree with that God, because they're I'm, not standing up for the see, girls. Again, it's, it's, it's just all really comes down to common sense. Defunding the police? Letting people out of jail with no, I mean, after committing crime, the guy who ran over those 30 cops is out out free. (laughs) He's out right now. Now, the good news, (laughs) they sent uh, that uh, the the guy who drove over all the Christmas celebrators in Waukesha last year, that sucker has been given how many life sentences? Oh, he got a bunch of life, so 14 life sentences. He better never, ever see the light of day Well, yeah, if I were one of the relatives, in fact, I've often thought about how I would tell the judge, hey, judge, you know what, tell you, just leave, let him go, give him in my custody, he'll be fine I, I want to forgive him I'll take him he can live with me judge really I, I swear to God everything will be fine just, I'll take him home with me right now come on my buddy here we go let's get in the car here. all right you get in the back there you go all right the back I'm the thing I'm the thing Jesus sorry you know I, I, I'm look at me I'm all goosebumped and everything I'm, think- I'm so angry about this stuff what's happening to my country I'm gonna be dead before we get this straightened out do you think that you'd go to hell for killing him no how about you? Because you're not connected with it. Right. Well, maybe. Uh, probably. Well, maybe. I don't know. But don't, a family I, member? I don't know. Of the victims? I don't know. I, I have, was, was, was uh, ready to commit murder uh, as a revenge uh, uh, justice way, killing. As what you just said about you're going to be dead before that, but you're still trying to help change things. I forgot. Someone said this. Uh, it was in a movie or something. No, it was in the Ricky Gervais thing, Afterlife, which I have a hard time watching because it's really feelsy. You know? I don't think I've ever seen it. But it's, ama- it's about he loses his wife and he questions everything. Really? And the comedian Ricky Gervais? Ricky Gervais. The, the is a, yeah, he's, the off, he's the office founder. Wasn't that the guy who did yeah. the founder? But he's the done a lot of serious yeah. stuff, too. Oh, yeah. yeah and it's, did, a, I, where it's called Afterlife, and it's huge. I've never seen it. And he's lost his wife, and he basically loses the will to live, but he has to keep living. And there's a scene, my God, him and his friend are interviewing. He's a journalist. They're interviewing some cancer kids with the shaved mm. heads and everything. And they start, you know, joking about his friend who's bald. And so he jokes and everything. And they go, gosh, you're funny. Can you come back and see us? And he goes, well, okay, I, I can come back sometime. She goes, how about tomorrow? And he goes, okay, I'll come tomorrow. And then she says, uh, uh, every day after that? <laughs> and, he go, and he thinks about it and goes, how about this? I'll come and visit you every day until you get well and go home. And she goes, it's a deal. Or I go to heaven. Oh, man. And it, it, they both just kind of stop. Everyone just stops. The nurse stops. Everybody stops. And the little girl looks at him and goes, you believe in heaven, don't you? And, you know, he's a famous atheist. Yeah. 
And he has this look on his face, and his friend looks at him like, oh, God, what's he going to say? Say yes, say yes. he'll say anything. And he goes, basically, yes. For you, for little you. girl, you're going to heaven. And That's the only way to put it. It's a hard show to watch. But they're talking about, at one point, there's an woman, older woman talking to him. She says, uh, what is civilization? Is an old man planting a tree or a nut that he knows will grow into shade that he will never sit in. Yeah. He says, she said, that's what keeps civilization going. That, well, I think that's what our, uh, the generations before mine used to do. And I think my generation is the one that's kind of failed that. Our baby effort. boomers have kind of. My, I'm a baby boomer. And we have ball. failed. We failed to continue the incredible progress. Our, my God, our, uh, the World War II generation. Anyway. We uh, were partying too much, I think. Well, we, we, had we, it too we were just selfish and, you know, we were given everything and, and, and uh, coddled and rewarded and loved and, and free love everything and, oh, we'll do this. No, anyway. What's that circle? Uh, they, they say hard times create great men. Great men create good times. Good times create soft men. Soft men create bad times. Yeah, and it's just an endless yeah, cycle. Yeah. I, I remember talking about that story. I did a TV story once of a little girl who had retinoblastoma which is eye cancer and the story was she was I think eight and the story was that uh, her mother she already had one eye taken out so she had one eye and the doctors told her that she's going to lose the other one because she had eye, uh, retinoblastoma eye cancer so the story that I did was of this little girl uh, getting to see her mother get married before she loses her eyesight so the story was the wedding and the uh, thing and the stuff like this, and, and I, you know, followed the little girl around. I got to know her. She actually had me come over to visit her a couple of times as I was doing the story. She lived far away, but I drove over there on my Harley. Went anyway. Um, uh, a sweet little girl, but she had, and she was going to lose that second eyesight. So I'm interviewing the little girl about losing her eye, getting to see her mommy get married before she goes blind, and she's so God, you know, I mean. <laughs> Oh, and uh, and then uh, a few months, and then they got married and they had their thing, and it was all happy and stuff like that. And then and then she died. The little girl died. Um, and I just you know, <laughs> just you know, real quick, what Pete was trying to say is hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. Isn't that what yeah. I said? Yeah. Well, you said soft instead of weak. Oh, you got the one word wrong, Mister. No, cuff, cuff me, Dano. <laughs> Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. 
Uh, anyway. Well, as soon as you start doing the Harper's Index, he just... <laughs> <laughs> he I thought that was interesting. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I don't even know anymore. I don't have any... I, I, I go four minutes, oh, yeah, ring the bell, ring the bell. I'll ring well, your bell. Me, no one's even listening to the show anymore. They're talking about gas prices for the last 40 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like boring? Uh, now, uh, oh, my God, Judy, I've lost it. Judy says turkey is three ninety nine a pound. Turkey used to be a dollar. So five-pound turkey breast, according to Cindy, is $20 or more. Just for the turkey breast. The whole bird's got, I mean, oh, my God. We always got at least 20-pound birds. At least 20, 22 pounders. Well, I'm not concerned about the stuffing going up because I eat dressing. So yeah, well, stuffing, dressing, whatever. Um, shall I leave, uh, leave a few uh, birthdays? Oh, oh no, I beg your pardon. Oh no, I, actually, I do. A birthdays. We eat dressing. Uh, oh, is that? We eat dressing here in the south. We do. Uh, I, I never call it stuffing. It's always dressing. It's dr- but you me. stuff it in there. You stuff it in there, but no, I call it dressing. You don't stuff it in there. Oh, no, we did. You cooked a whole plate outside of that turkey because you stuff it in there. You're going to get you're going to get all kinds of salmonella, they say. But that that, we had that. My mother would stuff the bird and make some extra, too, because we loved her her dressing her stuffing her dressing. Uh, But she would (laughs) put her dressing. 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 Just dressing. I call it dressing. Uh, and she would put it in the bird and cook the bird. And even with a wine basting, I would do that too. And, and, and so, But you have to make sure it's cooked at the end because it tends to not cook as much as a bird does because it's all bread and stuff like that. But anyway, uh, so just be careful. Just be careful. And cook extra. But the problem is the, 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 the stuffing, the dressing that's cooked in the bird is much more tasty than... The dressing that you cook in a separate plate. Okay, you don't please so they don't. You think you get the bird drippings and the and, and the juicy, greasy flavors and stuff from the bird in the stuff in the dressing in the bird, but you don't get it outside because there's no bird to stuff a thing with that fat. My God, man, what's the matter with you people? <laughs> All right, a couple of birthdays here. <laughs> we gotta get out of here fast. Um, Kevin Nealon. Uh, the least funny news guy on SNL ever. 69, nice man, but I just was not. I never laughed at a thing he did. Uh, Owen Wilson. A, a formerly troubled fellow. Didn't he try to kill himself for a yeah, while there? Yeah. Uh, 54, a funny, a funny guy. Uh, Linda Evans from Dynasty and Big Valley. And she was in the movie Beach Blanket Bingo with uh, Annette Funicello and Frankie Avalon, for God's sakes, back in the 60s. Linda Evans, that big, beautiful blonde, 80 years old today. John Derrick's second wife? Yes, yeah, second wife. Bo- he left Ursula yeah. Andress for her. And then Bo Derek was... And left her for Bo Derek. Yeah, from 10. Oh, my God. Uh, she, Linda Evans almost looked... She didn't look real to me. She, 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 right. she, was, she had such a soft, um, unwrinkled face. Uh, uh, it was like it was made out of porcelain and these beautiful big blue <laughs> eyes and, and not a speck of... Of, oh. a, of a mole or a mark. The I Big mean, Valley, looked, yeah. that, that uh, intro, Big Valley, is like, oh, my gosh, yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. With uh, that snake of an actress, uh, 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 Barbara... Oh, Stanwick. Crap. Stanwick. Barbara, what a nasty... That's a hard woman oh, right there. God. This is Stanwick. Oh. <laughs> uh, remember the show Simon and Simon? I, it was in San Diego. I, uh, I was out there when they were filming it. Yeah. Jameson Parker... From Simon and Simon is 75 today. Wow. Uh, remember Brenda Vaccaro? She was kind of a TV in the and, and 70s. She was kind of yeah, hot, big, hot, yeah, uh, little short, chunky uh, brunette chick with short br- uh, brunette hair. 83 years old, Brenda Vaccaro. Very raspy voice. I'll tell you another woman I liked a lot. Uh, she was in Big and uh, various other things. Elizabeth Perkins, yeah, 62 today. Uh, Damon Wayans Jr. hit 40. 
David Ortiz, 47 years old. Boston is my effing city. I still can't believe he said that at that news at that it rally. Worked. It worked. David Ortiz, 47. Gary Sheffield, uh, Dwight Gooden's nephew. Gary Sheffield's 54 today. Uh, in history, this is the day of the famous event involving a man named William Tell. I shall now give you a brief description of the actual story well, yeah. of William Tell. Yeah. You look like you're very disappointed. <laughs> some, some, gonna some people this? say it's myth, so I don't Well, know. I'm going with reality. Right. Uh, the people of Switzerland were not always free. Many years ago, a proud tyrant named Gessler ruled the lot and made their lot a bitter one indeed. One day, the tyrant set up a tall pole in the public square, put his own cap on top of the pole, gave orders that every man who came into town should bow down before the cap. There was one man named William Tell who would not do it. He stood up straight with folded arms, laughed at the swinging cap, would not bow down to Gessler himself. When Gessler heard of this, he was very angry, afraid that other men would also disobey. So he just said, I'm going to have to punish this bold man. William Tell was a mountain man in Switzerland. He was a famous hunter. No one in all the land could shoot with bow and arrow or crossbow as well as William Tell. Gessler knew this, so he thought of a cruel plan to make the hunter's own skill bring him grief. He ordered that Tell's little boy should be made to stand up in the public square with an apple on his head and then bade Tell to shoot the apple with one arrow. Tell begged the tyrant, please don't make me have a test of skill against my own boy. What if the boy should move? What if the bowman's hand should tremble? What if the arrow should not carry true? Will you make me kill my boy? asked Mr. Tell. Say no more, said Gessler. You must hit the apple with your one arrow, and if you fail, my soldiers shall kill the boy before your eyes. Without another word, Tell fitted the arrow to his bow and took aim and let it fly. The boy stood firm and still. He was not afraid. He had all the faith in his father's skill. The arrow whistled through the air. It struck the apple fairly in the center, carried it away. The people who saw this shouted with joy. As Tell was turning away from the place, an arrow which he had hidden under his coat dropped to the ground. Fellow, cried Gessler, what mean you to have a second arrow? Tyrant, said William Tell, this arrow was for your heart if I had hurt my child. And there is the story that Tell was sent to prison and captured. Gessler's face darkened with anger and said, Indeed, as long as you are at liberty, I am at risk. I will spare your life, but you shall spend what is left of it in the prison across the lake. Guards seize him. They tried to put him in prison on a deserted island, but William Tell escaped after being transported and came back to kill the evil tyrant. When the townspeople heard the news, they knew that William Tell had set their country free, freeing the people of Switzerland from their oppressor, and townspeople hailed him as their hero. When the people were freed, some of the townspeople wanted William Tell to become king. He refused and said he would never want to live the lavish lifestyle of a king and returned to his peaceful cottage in the Swiss, Swiss mountains in a little village called Feltertitz. And it was an incredible, well, maybe that last part wasn't quite true. <laughs> anyway. You have now told the tale of tell. <laughs> Much and sent us all to hell. The tale of tell. <laughs> <laughs> you and your bell. Uh, oh, uh, Sparrow, I must. There's more. Oh, there is. <laughs> I, I see. You've still got a piece of paper. Oh, no, I got a couple of quick historical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> you know, I don't have to do it if you don't want. That would have been a hell of a crescendo uh, there, Well, for example, uh, again, uh, in 1978, I was a TV anchorman, and I started... I, I, the year I, I was had, born. I had, to, I had to hold back weeping on this day in 1978 as an anchorman doing the story of Jim Jones and Jones, uh, Jonestown, Guyana. He convinced... Guyana. He convinced 900 of his cult followers to drink Kool-Aid mixed with cyanide and sedatives after giving it to their babies first, of course. And before the mass suicide, I remember seeing the video. Reporters yeah. had a camera rolling when Jones and his team shot reporters in the head and executed the Congressman Ryan, who was investigating the cult leader. Shocked everybody. Shot him. And I remember uh, uh, they were kind of, they were kind of hiding on the ground. The, the video from ground kind of ground level. And when it happened, somebody said, "Oh my God! Oh my God!" I'm thinking, "Shut up, you idiot! They don't know you're there yet. If you start yelling, oh my God, they're going to shoot you too." And somehow they were not caught and they got away. I mean, which is amazing. But again, all the, and they showed the bo a bloated oh god, children, babies giving poison. Oh God! I mean, I, I almost I was almost weeping on the air. Uh, horrible, horrible, horrible case. 1978. On this day, 1928, Mickey Mouse appears for the first time. The first successful hey, sound money. synchronized animated cartoon produced by Walt Disney, Steamboat Willie, but his name was Mortimer. Mortimer. And Disney's wife said, you can't have that mouse named Mortimer. It's too stuffy. Call him Mickey. It's, it's fine. 1966, the Roman Catholic Church decides to stop elementary school kids from making fun of the Catholics every Friday at the lunchroom. No, <laughs> no longer do they have to have fish on Fridays. 1966. 1982, lightweight boxer Ray Boom Boom Mancini. Kills the guy in the ring. Duck Koo Kim lasted 14 rounds, collapsed a few minutes later, and never came out of a coma. It was at Caesar's Palace on the 13th of November. His life support was turned off on this day. Duck Koo Kim. Duck he, he Koo did, Kim. He didn't duck. Yeah. Uh, 1999, the giant bonfire disaster. Texas A&M always proclaimed they had the biggest bonfire in the world right before their game with the rival University of Texas. This time in 99, the bonfire structure collapsed, buried dozens of students. At least a dozen died and dozens more almost died. Year 2000, huge celebrity, million dollar wedding, Michael Douglas and the very tasty Catherine Zeta-Jones, who apparently gave him cancer as a result at New York's Plaza Hotel. Keep moving. have to Google that. 1963, Ma Bell starts replacing rotary phones with push buttons for the first time were inside the receiver. When you picked up the phone, the buttons were inside the thing you hold your ear. Uh, 19, uh, 1883, American and Canadian people adopted four different time zones, which are pretty close to what we have today, it was invented to help the railroads set their schedules. Mm -hmm. When you think about it, this was 1883, and they said, well, we got railroads now all across the country, but how are we going to know when they're going to get? We have to figure out a time, and it isn't the same everywhere, so it made sense. Mm -hmm. uh, 1951, sports check, Chuck Connors. In 1951, on this day, Chuck Connors is the first baseball player to oppose the Major League Draft. He, uh, Chuck Connors played for the Los Angeles Angels before he became the Rifleman and a gay porn star. <laughs> no, it's not true. That's his face. I don't know. I think it's his face. Uh, Galley Paul, uh, Johnny Crawford. Hey, Paul, is that Johnny Crawford? That was Johnny. Wasn't that Johnny Crawford? Cindy's birthday. Remember that one? Anyway, uh, 1985, we saw Joe Thiesman break his leg and end his uh, football career with a hit by Lawrence Taylor. You saw it. I've never seen it. Oh, God. I won't watch it. Oh, you don't want to. You see it once, you don't want to see it nope, again. Never. 
And of course, his name is Thiesman. They uh, called him Thiesman to rhyme with Heisman when he was at Notre Dame. But again, his name is Thie the family name is Thiesman. So, for the record. Anyway, boys, I'm sorry I bored you for two hours. <laughs> sad news here, Kimmer. No, no. It looks like it's true. The rumors what? are true. It's no. Banks and Shane are heading into retirement. No! Yeah, they're doing some of their final shows. Maybe it was their final show last night. I, I played know. golf with those guys at a charity tournament many, many, many years ago. I've been to their concerts and uh, at uh, Brookfield Country Club. Had a big, uh, was it uh, Halloween or Thanksgiving or something? New Year's Eve or something concert a few years ago. Anyway, well, they're great guys, and I hope they I hope they have a happy retirement and, and still make appearances once in a while just to have fans can say hi. Good guys. Uh, listener, Courtney has entered in this joke. Right. Uh, Joe went on Twitter. Joe's a woman, and she says, I'm just so effing sick and tired of that orange asshole. And Minister of Truth wrote back, well, I suppose you could bleach it. <laughs> <laughs> like every good woman these days. <laughs> so I'm, do I'm doing a good... Uh, Shave and bleach, babies. Shave and bleach. <laughs> I'm cooking dinner last night. I got me uh, some uh, very healthy stuff. I had some broccoli and some carrots and everything. And I uh, pulled good. the carrot out of the little bag, and this is what it looked like. Oh, no. That's, that's not good. <laughs> no. It basically looks like a dildo. Yes, it does. Yeah, uh, I ate it anyway. Oh, well, sure. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. It caused me pause. There you go. And I don't know if you saw the game the other night. It was a Michigan, uh, East, uh, Western Michigan, Central Michigan, something like that. Snowing like the band. Yeah, one I, of those saw you, I saw the picture you sent. Of uh, the, the woman who made a snowman yeah. next to her next in the her. stands. Yeah. And it clever. looks like a man. Yeah, it's a guy, an ice-covered man, it looks like. <laughs> it's the best snowman i ever seen. Pretty cool. All right, here we go. Uh, Sean McCarthy, the word of the day. Tell me, what does apanthropy mean? Apanthropy? Apanthropy. Uh, probably the, uh, uh, the diminishing or lack of control of a gland of some kind. Flounder? Apanthropy? Uh, to throw an apple? Close. The desire to be left alone. <laughs> I want to be alone. <coughs> Scafer. Seems like a pretty confusing word. Where they, what is, what's a derivation of that, I wonder? Well, uh, if, you're a mis thing? if you're a misanthrope, you don't like people. So it's kind of like... Yeah, I guess that's... Yeah. Scafer. What's a scafer? A scafer. It's only said on the island of Orkney, up the Orkney Islands up there. Is this a Scrabble thing of some kind here? I don't know. Yeah. You're asking all the wrong questions. Yeah. <laughs> a scafer is a faint rainbow glimpsed through the mist or fog, instilling a sense of hope in the observer. That seems a little specific. All right, here we, here we go. <laughs> James Joyce came up with this word. All right, then. A rip ripple. What's a rip ripple? Rip rebel? Rip ripple. A rift ripple. No, rip. a rip ripple. A rip, rip in a ripple. Ripple. Rip ripple. Well, it would be a double wave of some kind. Flounder? A tear in a wave? It is a word coined by Joyce to describe something flowing like a woodland stream. Ah, well, close. And here's one, a thermopot. What is a thermopot? Well, it's got to be like a heat device of yeah, a sunshine. Yeah, some kind of heat device. Uh, solar. Uh. No, it is a prolific drinker of hot beverages. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how I survived all this long without ever knowing the word. Uh, Heard says, the older I get, the more I understand why roosters just scream to start their day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awake, damn it. <laughs> uh, most of marriage is understanding what really annoys your partner and doing it at just the right moment. <laughs> This will get her. So there's a guy from Ohio <laughs> named J.D. Yeah. And right. J.D. was uh, had to go to court because he was summoned to be on the jury. Oh, boy. Yeah. So he showed up, and he talked to the judge, and he got out of it. 
Yeah, what's his odd He showed up at the Hamilton County Courthouse in Ohio, dismissed the reason given orientation for a new job starting tomorrow in Washington, D.C. J.D. Vance, the oh, J.D. Vance, senator. a congressman, a senator from Ohio. Can you imagine going to court oh and saying, uh, can I get out Your of here? Your Honor, I've got to take this whole thing. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thing. Oh, All right, I think... Uh, I enjoy judy, uh, jury duty. I've had I jury duty two or three times, and I've enjoyed I, it. Uh, Claire says, it's not mansplaining if they have a man bun on. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, speaking of turkeys and how expensive they are, Stefan says that Walmart is giving out free turkeys. What? To anyone who can outrun security. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for Bad Texting Theater. Theater. All right, which one are we doing? <laughs> so there's a boyfriend and girlfriend having a fight. The girlfriend's. All right, uh, let's see. We've been doing these for a while here. Okay, uh, it's the final one of those. Okay, it's a gr- Yeah, all right. Are you the girl or the boy? I'll be the guy. All right. I'm leaving. I'm sick of you wearing a different shirt every half hour. Wait, I can change. <laughs> Thank you. God, that was bad. <laughs> Even I. Yeah, that where's that the belt? <laughs> All right, boys. Have a weekend. Any plans uh, for the weekend before Thanksgiving? You're going to travel or anything, or just football? Football. College football. My, my Thanksgiving's kind of screwed. We were supposed to do it yesterday. Because all the kids you are now family they, thing they, once in a while, don't you? In-laws, they, so they got to go to their in-laws and everything. So they're not going to be here. Isn't that Mississippi or someplace? No, they're they're not from there. Or I'm from there. They're not from there. They have in-laws in Florida and yeah. other places. So they're going to be gone this Thanksgiving. So we're not. So we're supposed to do it yesterday, and so Sunday I, I text my sister and say, "Well, what am I supposed to bring?" Uh-oh. And she goes, "Oh, we moved it." To, yeah. the, to the 30th. Whoa. It's like, oh, were you going to tell me? Yeah, no, I'm going to tell you. You know, <laughs> Show up to an empty house? Or, you know, so we're moving it to like the 30th, so I guess I'm just going to be watching uh, football. Yeah, I'll be watching. I'll go up to the stable and uh, see the horses and then uh, watch a little football. And, uh, you know. What about you? Uh, we're going to, my dad, we're, we ordered Whole Foods. My aunt and uncle from Charlotte are coming up. And uh, so me, my dad, my brother, and Publix does it good. Kids are all going to come over to my spread dad's. too. With I, the well, turkey I, I, and the stuff. For yeah. years at uh, at our last station, not a last station, but at uh, the one before that, uh, I used to get the uh, family dinner and a couple of those, and I would bring them in. I'd yeah, come in on I, I remember that. You remember that? And, yeah. and I would just I buy them at Publix, and I get the whole. I want the whole dinner, and I get like two big dinners with all the fixings, and you know, I don't know, it's like twenty or thirty bucks or something, or whatever it was, and I'd bring them into the station for the guys who had to work on Thanksgiving. Did you know you're not supposed to give a dog ham? Uh, because of the salt, maybe? I, I don't, don't know. know. You know how much ham I fed my dogs over the years? <laughs> I've never heard Every that. time I ate ham, I, I would flip some to, to them. I wonder if the salt has something to do with ham and Ham and mashed potatoes, you're not supposed to give to a dog. Mashed potatoes? Potatoes are, are vegetables. That dogs sounds eat good. Vegetables. I, might, I, I might run to honey-baked ham tomorrow. Get a well, honey-baked well, ham. You better, you better get a, I yeah. mean, there's going to be a line out the yank tomorrow. No, I'm just getting now. a sandwich, not the actual oh. ham. Like, you can go there and eat lunch and That's stuff. True. Oh, there you go. All right, boys. Well, have a good one. And, uh, ooh, ever fine. i got to go. You're killing me. <laughs> ooh, the high C. Uh, oh, I had a herp and hoop. Look out. Thank you. God bless you.
Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hey, sandwich lovers, today's your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corners Shopping Center. Now open, Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacey and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger-quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner.